Louisville City FC is on the air. For the second game running, last year's leading goal scorer is back in the lineup. He's back healthy, and he's back leading Louisville City. Right here on ESPN 680 and 1057. 17 years old, the local kid, the academy product, Josh Winder, with his first league goal of his career. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Loose City on the road this evening in a budding rivalry that is taking place. It's Loose City in Memphis, Tennessee, taking on Memphis 901. They met twice last year. There were fireworks in each of those games, red cards, and late drama. Both teams defeated each other on the road. Loose City last year down in Memphis defeated Memphis 901, and then Memphis returned the favor at Lynn Family Stadium late in the season. So it's going to be an emotional affair tonight. You would expect. We're getting you set forward about 15 minutes from now. Kickoff down at AutoZone Park in Tennessee. I'm Jeff Milby, and in place of Casey Whitfield tonight, it's former Louisville City midfielder George Davis IV joining us once again on the radio broadcast, and we're so thrilled that you are joining us tonight as well. George, Lucidity coming off of a U.S. Open Cup game. Actually, well, both teams coming off of U.S. Open Cup games on Wednesday nights, uh, and both teams with different results. Lucidity went up to Cincinnati, played really well, but unfortunately came down with a one to nothing loss to FC Cincinnati. And Memphis, on the other hand, pulled off one of just a couple of U.S. Open Cup sets in the midweek. Uh, they defeated Atlanta United. Uh, Atlanta United won. I almost said Atlanta United too. So used to it at the USL level. They defeated Major League Soccer's Atlanta United. Um, in dramatic fashion on the road. Uh, but let's talk about Louisville City. It was such a positive performance Wednesday night. Um, just unlucky, really, that they didn't come away with, with a victory or at least a goal. Uh, they really outplayed Cincinnati, particularly in the first half of the game. What stood out to you from that game? Danny Cruz was positive about it, despite the result. Uh, what did you make of it? Uh, yeah, first, thanks for having me. Glad to be back. Absolutely, uh, man. Glad to have you back. Yeah, um, so, yeah, good game. Uh, the boys had to be proud of the performance. Um, but like you said, unlucky not to get the result. Um, you know, had possession, had some chances, were able to create a lot. Some uh, young players, some good players uh, back from injury, back on the field. So that's a, a bright spot. Uh, but didn't get the result. And then on the flip side, you see Memphis is coming off of a, a really big result. So I'm sure they're going to be playing with a lot of confidence tonight. It's going to be a good test. Yeah, Memphis, their first ever win against an MLS team in their history uh, at Atlanta United. A very dramatic game. You and I were just talking about it before we came into the broadcast. Uh, they trailed very, very late on in that game, and Memphis was somehow able to come from behind uh, and claim a victory. And they're going to start the same 11 from that game into this game tonight, and that's a short turnaround. So um, a, a lot to digest there. First of all, you know, Memphis, what a win for them. But second of all, they're going to be tired tonight, wouldn't you think? Yeah, we talk about emotions, but uh, you know, playing 120 minutes – that's going to be tough for any player. So it'll be interesting to see how those players respond. Uh, when we get into the, the se- second half, into the 60th minute, uh, I'm sure the changes will be very, very uh, serious and crucial for, for Memphis as, we look, as they look to get a result tonight. We talked about Louisville City. I mentioned that Danny Cruz was positive about the, the performance, but not necessarily the result. Here's what he had to say after that game uh, against Cincinnati up in Ohio at TQL Stadium. Again, he said he was pleased with how they played, but obviously not happy with the loss really encouraging performance from the group we created a ton of chances um certainly missed chances that we need to need to finish um but i know for a fact that my guys left everything on the field you know we get into a position where i end up you know having to play 
players a little bit out of position because of injuries, um, because of things that happened within the game. Um, but all in all, I was really proud of the football that we played. I thought we created a lot of opportunities, and I'm the first to say when it's not good enough. Um, I don't usually ever walk in here and try to pretend it's better than it is. Um, if it's poor, I say it's poor, and if it's good, uh, I, I, you know, I make sure that I say that as well. And I thought tonight there were a lot of excellent things that we can take away from it. Um, like I said, uh, we created enough to win the game. Uh, but they have a lot of quality there in the in the final third, and you make one mistake and they punish you. But all in all, uh, really, really uh, happy with the performance, certainly not happy with the result. So you can hear there in the voice of Danny Cruz how pleased he was with how his team played. Uh, one player that really stuck out to, to a lot of people, obviously because he was voted the Lynn Family Sports Vision Man of the Match after that game, uh, was Sean Tosh. Uh, had a terrific performance defensively, blocked a chance early in the game, about seven minutes in, uh, when a Cincinnati player rounded Kyle Morton in goal and, and Tosh recovered, uh, laid out to, to block that opportunity. Um, really encouraging to see him have a great, great game. And, and you know, he, he's been such a veteran presence for Louisville City over the years. Uh, but, but coming off of a great performance, what did you think about him? Yeah, Tosh is one of those guys, you know, obviously one of the best defenders in the league. Um, and one of those guys that when you get into those open cup matches, he's trying to prove a point. Um, it's really good to see Sean playing well, but even better to see his leadership on the field uh, this year. You can see he's had to take more of a, a leadership role. You speak of his experience and veteran presence, um, but it seems that his his communication with the players, kind of his role that he's taken on this year, I'm excited to see him build on that. And he is in tonight's starting lineup. We'll give you the entire starting lineups here in about 10 minutes' time, right before kickoff. Again, Louisville City on the road tonight down in Tennessee against Memphis 901. It's the third road game in the last eight days, and both teams will likely be a little bit fatigued because both played midweek games in the U.S. Open Cup. The question for Louisville City coming in, is it a goal-scoring drought? Maybe that's uh what we'll talk about coming back we'll also hear from danny cruz on that subject as well and oh by the way we've got our eye on racing louisville tonight as well they are in action at home down at lynn family stadium in butchertown against ol rain and don't look now but racing has a one to nothing lead early on in that game so we'll keep our eye on that tonight as well throughout our broadcast again we're getting you set for louisville city's game at memphis kickoff coming up a little bit past eight o'clock and we will continue to preview it for you when we return after this break it's loose city soccer here on espn 680 1057 and the espn louisville app at kroger you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle every day with kroger brand so you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. That boy of mine, he sure does take after me. I love football, he loves football. I put ketchup on my eggs, he puts ketchup on his. I didn't wear my seatbelt, neither did he. So nothing's going to be the same ever again. So please, show your kids what a good driver does. Buckle up and put your phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. You've got ants inside the house, mosquitoes outside the house, moles burrowing in your lawn, and termites eating your house from inside out. You're completely surrounded. 
Luckily, OPC Pest Services has a Four Seasons program that can help. OPC has been providing quality pest services since 1972. Protect your home and property and call OPC Pest Services for a free estimate at 969-9635 or visit opcpest.com. Again, that's 969-9635 or visit opcpest.com. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. It's Danny Cruz, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Jeff Milby and George Davis IV hanging out with you tonight as we get you set for Louisville City's road trip down to Memphis 901. This will be the third game in eight days for Louisville City, all of them on the road. We talked about the one nothing loss at Cincinnati on Wednesday night. They also had a 0-0 tie last weekend at Charleston. That was a one-versus-two matchup in the Eastern Conference. As it stands right now, Louisville City tied on points with the Birmingham Legion for second place in the East behind only Charleston. Louisville City sitting on a 4-2-1 and record with 13 points in the standings. But the issue lately has been in the attack. Uh, just three goals in the last seven games for Louisville City. If you go all the way back to the home opening loss to El Paso, there was three straight one nothing wins for Louisville City over Lexington, over Detroit, and then over San Antonio. But outside of that, they've not scored in the last month or so. Danny Cruz was asked about that problem, the goal-scoring woes, after their loss to Cincinnati. Here's what he had to say. There's not one uh, thing that I'm panicked about or concerned about from a uh, a goal scoring standpoint you know I've been asked that question before and uh, years past and we end up scoring three goals on the weekend and then everybody forgets about it so the the question is is are you creating the chances uh, and tonight we certainly did um, and again we we need to continue to be improving the attack but I have to get guys healthy to push one another uh, again tonight I had one winger uh, one natural winger who started the game, uh, and I had a winger that's coming off of a long injury uh, who was limited to minutes, and I had no other wingers. So, uh, you know, I think we need to get guys healthy, and that'll help with continuity. That'll help with uh, making these guys um, perform at a high level and push one another. And at the moment, uh, it's injuries are making it a little bit difficult, but that's my job. My job is to manage it. I'll keep managing it. And again, when I look at where we're at in the table in the, in the USL, we've, we're still in a good spot despite um, everything that we've been dealing with as a, as, a, uh, as a team. In terms of injuries tonight, we heard Danny Cruz touch on that issue, which has been a problem that's plagued Louisville City all year so far. Four guys were listed on the availability report. Two listed as out, Niall McCabe and Jordan Scarlett. The other two players listed, both questionable, Cameron Lancaster and Brian Ownby. And we can tell you that neither of those two players made the 18 tonight. Uh, So the injury is still a little bit of an issue for Louisville City. Uh, But I'll pose the question to you, George. Is there a goal-scoring problem right now for Louisville City? And then secondarily, we heard Danny Cruz say that, 
whenever they face this issue in the past, all of a sudden they explode for three goals on the weekend. So is he predicting that they're going to score three goals tonight? What is Danny Cruz trying to say there? You know, I wouldn't be surprised to see three goals tonight. Uh, as we know, you know, the, the Danny, when he speaks, you can tell he's process-oriented, and you can tell that he's more concerned with what type of chances are we creating. Uh, he knows the quality that he has in the locker room. You have a guy up top tonight in Wilson Harris who everybody knows how capable he is of scoring goals at any moment. Uh, and then you got other guys that have done it in the past, and I'm sure will continue to do it this season. Uh, when you when you concede a lot of goals, and there was a, a few a few games that they dropped points, uh, the emphasis goes right away on how do we get back to a clean sheet. Uh, and you can tell over the last few matches uh, they've limited chances that that the opponents have created. Uh, so there's no doubt in my mind that that this team will start to score goals again. And I would echo what Danny says: is there's no panic from my side. And tonight's game, given that. Memphis is starting the same 11 from their midweek Open Cup game. Uh, there's going to be s- some fatigue. Does that make it maybe a more open game in terms of the style? Does that mean there's going to be up and down play and chances for both sides? Do you think that's a possibility tonight? It's a possibility. I would say uh, Louisville City probably does not want an open game. Uh, looking at the players that Memphis has and Goodrum, uh, some of the guys on the field, that's where they capitalize. If you, you recall back a few few matches ago where if Sacramento, the game got open, they conceded a lot. So for, for Coach Cruz and, and the team tonight, they're going to want to keep the game compact, going to want to dominate the ball uh, and make sure that defending in advance is the top of the priority. You touched on a couple of the players, Philip Goodrum, uh, namely, who scored 22 goals last year. He's yet to score in the league, by the way, though he did score on Wednesday night in the Open Cup uh, for his first goal of the season. Uh, but what do you make just generally of Memphis? They've got a, a new head coach this year, Stephen Glass, who comes in, uh, formerly was uh, in a, the Atlanta United system, coached Atlanta United too, also coached their senior team as an interim head coach at, at, at the MLS level. All, uh, he left for Scotland uh, for a year to Aberdeen, uh, where he's a native uh, of, of Scotland. Uh, so it's a little bit of a new look, Memphis 901, but there are certainly some familiar names, Philip Goodrum, uh, chief among them. So what do you make of, of their team, and what kind of challenge do they present Louisville City tonight? Well, to start, it's a difficult place to play. Uh, the field's really tight, so it's not one that is uh, similar to Lynn Family Stadium in terms of, of quality of, of football that's going to be played. Yeah, but, AutoZone Park, by the way, for anybody listening, a baseball stadium. It's just kind of a similar situation to, to where you played a few years back at, at Louisville Slugger Field, so obviously always a difficult place to go. Yeah, exactly. So, And then you look at some of the, the players that Memphis has been able to bring in. You start with the goalkeeper and Bill Hamid a guy who's played a lot of games at the MLS level. So you talk about his experience, leadership, starting at the back, um, and then you know a guy who scores 22 goals for you uh, the previous season. Uh, I can tell you he's probably not too concerned with, with how many goals he's scored this year if, his, if he knows what he's capable of. So we will take a break. We will come back and give you both teams' starting lineups for tonight's game. Again, Louisville City on the road at Memphis 901 this evening. Kickoff set for just a few minutes past 8 o'clock, and the starting lineups are coming your way next. You're listening to our coverage here on ESPN Louisville. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, 
four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Can you feel it? You can almost taste it too. Springtime across Kentuckyana. Time to start making plans to do all the things that make this time of year beyond special. Concerts, Thunder, Derby Festival, and so much more all coming back home to downtown. Seelbach Hilton has celebrated the joy of the spring for more than a century. And with more than 200 bourbons at the old Seelbach Bar, that joy can have a little bit of all right added to it this month. Louisville's storied past meets its distinct charm and character all this week at Seelbach Hilton. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville City fans, this is Paolo Del Piccolo. Remember, if it's Lou City, it plays right here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app. Welcome back for our coverage of tonight's game. Louisville City on the road at Memphis 901, and I should clean something up. I misspoke earlier. Brian Ombi is in the 18 tonight. He was listed as questionable. Uh, Cameron Lancaster, though, is not in the 18 tonight for Louisville City. So Brian Ombi certainly an option off the bench. He was the hero when Louisville City last went to Memphis. That was on his birthday last year, if you remember. Scored a couple of goals in leading Louisville City to a 2-1 to win over at Memphis 901. Let's get to tonight's starting lineups. They are presented by Breeze Airways. We'll begin with Louisville City. They're on the road tonight at AutoZone Park. Mentioned that they are tied for second place in the USL Eastern Conference. It is a a few changes from their midweek loss at Cincinnati, including in goal. Oliver Zimla returns the rookie from Germany out of Marshall. He did not start in the Open Cup. He is back for Louisville City. The back four in front of him, Amadou D at left back, Josh Winder and Sean Tosh, the center back pairing, and then Manny Perez at right back. In the midfield, it's Tyler Gibson, Paolo Del Piccolo, and Rasmus Tlufson. And then the front three, a couple of changes here for Louisville City. Jorge Gonzalez, Ray Serrano will be the wingers, and then Wilson Harris, who has scored twice this season for Louisville City. He will be the man down the middle. Memphis 901 on the other side. They are off to a bit of a slower start in league play, but again, they're coming off of an upset over Atlanta United in the U.S. Open Cup on Wednesday. That was just their second win of the season. They are sitting on five points right now with a record of one, two, and two. That is good for ninth place in the Eastern Conference. That is the last or the first spot, rather, that misses the playoffs. The top eight make the playoffs. So right now, in this very early stage of the season, Memphis on the outside looking in on the playoff picture. The starting 11 for them, unchanged from their victory over Atlanta United on Wednesday night, it is the MLS veteran Bill Hamid in his first year in Memphis in goal. The back four in front of him, Akeem Ward, Graham Smith, Carson Vom Stieg, and Reese Buckmaster. In the midfield, it is Jeremy Kelly, the USL MVP runner-up last year, Aaron Malloy, Laurent Kisyadu, and Bruno Lapa, and then two in the attack. It is Luis Fernando and Philip Goodrum, the player that we mentioned in the pregame that scored 22 goals last year. Still looking for his, his first goal of the league season, but he did score on Wednesday night at Atlanta. And the head coach of Memphis in his first year, Stephen Glass. When we return, we'll have the kickoff and the start of the game, all of the action coming up next year on ESPN Louisville. 
At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You have what it takes to make the perfect derby party. Well, don't worry, we do, and plenty of it. Cox's and Evergreen Liquors has all your favorite beverages and the know-how to make every celebration a winner. From craft beers, wines, spirits, seltzers, and, of course, the finest Kentucky bourbons, we have it all, including a selection of special derby products right here in your neighborhood. For everything you need, for anything derby, you know where to go. It's Cox's and Evergreen Liquors, Louisville's go-to liquor store. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. Louisville City fans, this is Noel McCabe. Tune in to Soccer City at 6 p.m. each Thursday on ESPN 680, 1057 and the ESPN Louisville app to hear exclusive conversations with players like me. We are just underway down at AutoZone Park in Memphis, Tennessee. 25 seconds gone by, so the game just getting started. Again, Louisville City on the road tonight facing Memphis 901. Louisville City wearing their road white uniforms with the purple and black numerals and trim. They're moving from left to right in this first half. Memphis, on the other hand, wearing all black with white numerals and trim. They're moving from right to left. And in the first half, again, we mentioned AutoZone Park is a baseball park. It is home to the Memphis Redbirds AAA team. The infield situation where the turf has covered up the dirt infield, that is currently in the Memphis defensive half for what that is worth. So if you're listening to us, you can uh, figure that into your mental picture uh, as you listen along. Our referee tonight, Matt Thompson. The weather down in Memphis, it is currently overcast and 62 degrees, so not altogether a poor uh, a poor weather day down in Memphis, Tennessee for some soccer. It's Memphis possession right now. They've got it in the center circle, and now they swing it to the near side. They're in the attacking half. Here's Laurent Kisyadu dribbling in towards the area. On the overlap is Akeem Ward just outside of the box on the left side. A sliding challenge comes in from Manny Perez, Louisville City's right back, and it is out off of Manny Perez. He had the final touch, so it'll be our first corner of the game. It'll come for Memphis from the near side, their left. And it'll come with about two minutes on the clock once they finally put the ball back in play. Uh, a pretty quick start here, George, for Memphis to, to get a corner kick inside the opening t- two minutes here. Yeah, you can see in the first two minutes, Memphis is coming out with a lot of energy. 
have had the ball a bit, making uh, Louisville defend. Here comes the corner from Memphis, driven into the six-yard box, headed behind, and that was last touched by Memphis. So it is a goal kick here to Louisville City. Again, Lou City, three straight shutouts for them, three straight clean sheets in league play. That obviously does not count the U.S. Open Cup game on Wednesday night. It is uh, victories again over San Antonio and Detroit most recently, and then Charleston Battery, a tie over last weekend. Those are those three clean sheets for Louisville City. All of them were manned by Oliver Zimla in goal for Lou City. He has pretty much taken over the number one job ahead of both Kyle Morton and Danny Fondez. He takes this goal kick, sends it into the attacking half down the right wing. That's where Ray Serrano is chasing it, but he's beaten to the ball by Akeem Ward, the left back for Memphis, and Memphis takes over in possession. Kiss Yadu dropping back. He switches fields from left to right. Reese Buckmaster, the right back, tries to keep it in play on the far sideline. He does. Plays it forward to Luis Fernando at the midfield line on the right side for Memphis, but Fernando loses out, and it's out of play. It's a throw to Louisville City on the far side there, left, right at midfield. They play it backward to Josh Winder, and he goes backward further to Oliver Zimla in the Louisville penalty area. Zimla kicks it high into the air, deep down the near side, looking for Serrano. Akeem Ward wins the ball in the air, and it'll be back to Memphis along their back line. That is Carson Von Stieg wearing number three tonight for Memphis, who had it. But Good pressure from the guys. You could see you know, Memphis is defending that, that side and turf area we spoke about, so Louisville's going to want to get a lot of pressure to the ball in that area and see if they can cause some turnovers. And that pressure wins a throw for Louisville City. On the near side, the right, Manny Perez, the right back up forward to take it. They're just outside of the box into Wilson Harris. Tries to turn and play a ball toward the area. It was blocked down by Memphis, and now Memphis takes over with Bruno Lapa, a player who came over from Birmingham in the offseason. He sends it long into the attacking half. Nobody there for Memphis except for Fernando to give chase, and Josh Winder for Louisville City is the first to it. Winder, a 20-yard run with the ball at his feet into the attacking half. Still he goes on. Josh Winder plays it on the ground forward, and Wilson Harris is offside, but they may have pulled it back for a foul. Let's see what the call is here. Looks like Wilson's pretty upset about non-vantage call there. What a, what a good play from Josh, showing his composure, confidence on the ball, able to take the ball about 40 or 50 yards and almost get Wilson in on goal. And that's one of his best skills, Josh Winder. That's always what people say about him, Danny Cruz particularly, that his composure on the ball is really beyond his years at 17. And they do pull it back for that foul on Winder. And as you said, Wilson Harris wanted the advantage to be played, but he may have been offside from my eye. It's going to be a fifth-third free kick here. Four and a half minutes gone by, 0-0 our score. It's going to be Rasmus Tlufson to send it in high into the air towards the back post just over the head of Winder, who made a run in the box, and it's out for a goal kick to Memphis 901. Not a Not a terrible ball, but just a little bit too much on it. Yeah, a little over hit, but you would want somebody on the back post there, maybe get it across the face and for a tap-in. So we get an opportunity here to talk about Bill Hamid a little bit. He's going to take this goal kick. Of course, if you're a fan of soccer in the United States, a fan of Major League Soccer, you'll know the name Bill Hamid. Played for a long time, 13 years, with D.C. United. And he's down at the USL level now with Memphis at the ripe old age of 32. So still plenty of soccer left in him. And Memphis certainly happy to have him. He also has uh, eight caps with the U.S. men's national team. Ball out now after the goal kick was put back in play. It's past the far sideline, a throw to Memphis on the far side there, right near midfield. They're knocking the ball around. Louisville City's pressure coming forward. It's all the way back to Vom Stieg on the back line. He plays it at the near sideline. Here's Akeem Ward, the left back. They're in the attacking half. Forward to Kiss You Do. Just keeps the ball in play. Back to Ward. He clips it up over the top. Fernando, actually, that's Goodrum in behind. Philip Goodrum, can he get there? No, it's Zimla who stops him, and he bl- brings the ball under his control. Well done from Zimla. That's the something you leave, you leave exposed, the space in behind when you choose to press like Louisville did, and something that we'll have to be aware of. Good from Oliver to, to read that out and, and not allow an opportunity. 
These two teams last year, George, really didn't like each other. That was something that was evident. Uh, Danny Cruz at one point in the season talked about that uh, Memphis talked a lot of trash. There was just a lot of uh, a lot of on-field antics. We saw a couple of red cards in the games between these two last year. They were both testy, emotional affairs. Louisville City with the ball, by the way, along their back line in their penalty area with Zimla as they try and build out of the back. Um, and this is a little bit of a rivalry, I think. I, I think it's fair to say between these two. It's certainly... Uh, was displayed last year with red cards in each game. I agree. You know, over the last couple of seasons, this game's been been pretty chippy. Uh, every time Memphis comes to Louisville and Louisville goes to Memphis, it's a competitive match, and uh, I don't know how it started, but it, it's good to see. Lou City with a shot here as Wilson Harris took aim from about 20 yards out. Uh, it was deflected on its way through and fell right to Bill Hamid, the goalkeeper. He'll punt it long from right to left, but no one on the end of it for Memphis. It's out for a Louisville City throw just in front of the Louisville City bench, head coach Danny Cruz in his third season in charge uh, down there to bring the ball in and toss it to Manny Perez uh, to get this throw underway for Louisville City. Perez's throw in infield here to Wilson Harris, who's dropping deep to try and hold it up, but he loses out. Von Stieg for Memphis, though, gives it back to Louisville City, and here they come. Rasmus Tlufsen, who's playing on the left right now, has it, cuts in just on the top of the box, plays it wide right looking for Manny Perez, but that's easily intercepted by Kissyudu. That pass just too near number 11 for Memphis here. Yeah, Jorge probably wants that one back. Interesting decision to play kind of square and negative when you're in an opportunity to get the ball in the box. Sliding tackle here from Amadou Dia. It'll be out off of Luis Fernando for Memphis. It'll be a throw to Louisville on the far side there left. Seven and a half minutes gone in this game. 0-0 our score. It's been back and forth so far. But Louisville City looks reasonably under control to this point in the game. I believe they've had probably a possession advantage so far. They've got it right now along their back with Josh Winder just outside of the Louisville box. Back to Oliver Zimla and now Sean Tosh, player we highlighted in the pregame, coming off of a man-of-the-match performance against Cincinnati. He has it now. Plays a long diagonal from back to front. It is Rasmus Tlufsen chasing it down that left wing. Very he, good ball from Sean Tosh there. And a decent ball in the box as well. And Louisville City with trying to get a chance on goal. And it's just wide. It's going to be a corner kick to Louisville City. A Vi-Fi corner coming up on the far side there left. We've played eight minutes here. And now Louisville City with their first corner of the game. We've seen one from Memphis on the other end of the field. It's going to be Ray Serrano to take it. He'll move over to the left side to take this corner kick. It'll be an in-swinger off of his right foot here. We spoke about Tosh pregame. I love that decision from him. Not trying to take any chances on the small field. Hits the diag. We get a corner. Here comes the Vi-Fi corner to the near post. Headed on and headed in. And look who it is. It's Sean Tosh to score for Louisville City. Inside the opening nine minutes, the boys in purple have the lead on the road at Memphis. And who said there was a goal-scoring drought? Certainly not what now. Sean Tosh on the heels of a man-of-the-match performance against Cincinnati gets his name on the score sheet to open the scoring tonight on a perfectly played corner kick for Louisville City. It is Louisville City 1, Memphis nothing, with nine minutes gone by in Tennessee. Well, the play started with his diag. Great service from Ray. Tosh getting to the near post, right into the, to the goal. What a, what a finish from Sean Tosh. Second goal of the season for Tosh. He scored against Lexington in the U.S. Open Cup. This is his first of league play this year. And, of course, as you know, with Sean Tosh, the tucked-in, locked-in celebration, he brings it out immediately. And Georgia, perfect start for Louisville City. And that goal, by the way, of course, as all Louisville City goals are, presented by the Kentucky Lottery Fueling imagination, funding education, Kentucky Lottery. What a great start for Louisville City to score inside the opening nine minutes. Yeah, goal in the first ten minutes. Now you take control, make Memphis chase a little bit, 
Now hopefully the game can settle down for Louisville and they can get a hold of the ball. And after the ball is re, uh, restarted back in play, Lucidi wins the back possession, and they've got it in the attack here. Ray Serrano trying to play it forward to either Harris or Manny Perez. It took a, the, took a deflection, and Memphis comes down with it. They've got it now with Aaron Malloy in the deep midfield, number six for Memphis. Again, he was the USL MVP runner-up last year. Leo Fernandez of Tampa Bay won that award after he scored eight goals and had ten assists, Aaron Malloy. So he is a key player for Memphis, has generated 23 chances for them this season. One of the big returners on a team that brings back a number of players from last year's very, very successful team. But again, they're off to a slower start this year, particularly in league play. Just one win so far in the USL Championship for Memphis. A throw to them on the near side the left. Akeem Ward takes it. It's infield, and then a foul called against Louisville City. So it'll be a free kick here to Memphis in their defensive half. Both teams trying to get the ball and play quickly, keep the tempo high. We'll see how that plays out, knowing that Memphis had... 120 minutes on Wednesday. Yeah, that's right. Memphis going to overtime to defeat Atlanta United. And again, no changes to their starting 11 from that game. So as we continue forward tonight, fatigue may be something to watch, particularly for Memphis. Louisville City did make a number of changes for that game. So Danny Cruz deliberately managing his roster through this difficult, busy stretch right here. Chance maybe for Memphis. Ball into the box towards Goodrum. It's deflected by Josh Winder. It'll fall the way to Manny Perez on the near side. He dribbles out of the box. Maybe looking just to clear it upfield as Bruno Lapa is up to t- touch it out of play. It'll be a throw to Lou City on the near side there right in their defensive half. There's a pretty good ball in, but what, uh, Goodrum was just deterred off of it by one of those defenders for Louisville City. I think it was Winder. Yeah, Goodrum got across the near post. Ball goes through. Really good ball. Surprised someone wasn't on the end of that for Memphis. We talked about the high emotions between these two teams. It seemed to me watching the games last year, that George, that Philip Goodrum was was – the, the chief instigator for Memphis last year. Uh, really, he was involving himself in a lot of the emotional moments last year. He's a great villain to have uh, if you're a Louisville City fan in this game, and he's a sensational player, as we mentioned, 22 goals last year, but he's still looking for his first this season. Yeah, he makes it hard to play against, doesn't he? He, he was kicking at the defenders, pressing, leaving it in late, uh, knowing that it's going to be a tough battle for those two going both ways. Uh, he's just that type of player. Goodrum, a fourth-year pro, his hometown Nashville, Tennessee, so playing for uh, in his home home state uh, at, to this point in his career, previously played for the Atlanta United System. It's Lucidi in, on possession, in possession rather, on the ball. Twelve and a half minutes gone by. They've got a one to nothing lead. A long diagonal looking for Ray Serrano is uh, deflected by a Memphis player. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the near side, the right, near midfield, still in the Louisville City half. Manny Perez takes it into Tyler Gibson, back to Perez, but he loses out in possession. Here comes Goodrum in the attack. Drops it off to Kiss You Do in the middle. 25 yards away. Takes aim, lets it fly, and it's well off target. Well wide left from Oliver Zimla's perspective. Off the foot of Laurent Kiss You Do, and it'll be a goal kick here to Louisville City. Wouldn't be surprised if we don't see more of that tonight. Kiss You Do playing on the left-hand side. He's going to want to come inside on the dribble and try to get his shot off with his right foot, just as he did there. Kisiedu from Ivory Coast in Africa, 24 years of age. He started four games this season and scored once. He's a sixth-year pro, and he is in his second season, or regular, beg your pardon, third season in Memphis. After the goal kick, Memphis wins the ball back near midfield. They've got it with Reese Buckmaster, the right back on the right side near midfield. He drops it off backward to one of his teammates, that's Graham Smith, the right center back. Further backward into the box, here's Bill Hamid, the goalkeeper. Sends it long down the far sideline towards Luis Fernando. It's just an exchange of headers right here between the two teams. Paolo Del Piccolo, a ball forward towards Wilson Harris. 
Now Amadou Dia, a header, and actually finally coming down with it, I believe, is Jorge Gonzalez. Forward to Wilson Harris. Good-looking attack here for Lou City. Wide left, it's Rasmus Tlufson. Dribbling into the box, cuts it onto his right foot. Still Tlufson goes on. And finally dropping back was Bruno Lapa to take it off the feet of Tlufson, and he will clear it away for Memphis. That was a promising-looking chance there for Louisville. Yeah, they're pending Memphis in right now, it seems. Memphis trying to get out, and Louisville's right there to pressure him. So far in this game, Louisville City actually with less possession than Memphis to this point, 44% of the ball for Louisville City, but they have had the better chances, and obviously with the goal. They've got a one to nothing lead thanks to Sean Tosh, who scored in the ninth minute. Two shots for Louisville City, both of them on goal so far. Three shots for Memphis, just one on target. We are inside the opening quarter of an hour, 14 and a half minutes gone by. Lou City with the ball. It is Amadou Dia dribbling forward. He's at midfield, plays it long, down the middle, looking for Ray Serrano, who is making that run, but it's too far in front of him. It'll bounce into the arms of Bill Hamid in goal for Memphis. I like how Louisville City is trying to play in behind Memphis, make their defenders turn around, face the goal, uh, put them under more pressure as opposed to trying to build through the lines. Akeem Ward, a ball over the top for Memphis. As the flag stay down, it does for the moment. And now I believe the flag went up against Philip Goodrum. And so he is offside. Oliver Zimla made the stop regardless as Goodrum got to the ball first, had a touch, and Zimla just got in the way of it. But it was an offside flag against Goodrum. So a fifth-third free kick here to Louisville City in their defensive half. They've got it now with Josh Winder, the left center back, near midfield, across midfield on the ground. Looks like Tlufson dropping back for it on the inside left. He's dribbling toward the far side line, loses possession, but it's out of play a throw to Louisville from the far side there left. It'll be Amadou Dia, the left back, to take it in the attacking half. He's looking for a teammate here. Opportunity to slow the game down, get a little bit of breath here. Still Dia with the ball over his head. Now he puts it in play. Touched on by Jorge Gonzalez for Louisville City playing in the middle tonight. But that was intercepted by a Memphis defender. Then Gonzalez commits a foul. Just tugged down that Memphis player by uh, the shoulder. Reese Buckmaster was the player that drew the foul. It'll be a free kick here to Memphis. On the far side, just a couple yards in from the far sideline on their right side in their defensive half for Memphis 9-0-1. It looks like it's going to be Graham Smith to take this free kick. Probably just send it long here. No, in fact, he'll play it short and play it backward to the goalkeeper, Hamid, in his penalty area. Now left to the left center back, that's Vom Stieg, a player that came over from Loudoun United last year after playing his college soccer at Stanford. Back to Hamid, plays it long, close to midfield on the inside right. That is toward uh, Luis Fernando, the header out by Josh Winder of Louisville City. It's a throw to Memphis on the far side there right. Ball into the midfield now, back with Memphis. Just knocking the ball around in the Memphis half. They've not been able to advance the ball very much right now, but a couple of moments where Memphis has had possession. They now have it down their left side with Kissiedu, and he has it knocked off of his feet by, looks like, Ray Serrano, and it'll be a throw to Memphis on the near side, their left, and their attacking half now. Yeah, Lou City's getting good numbers around the ball, making it difficult for Memphis to play and build. You notice both their chances come from long balls and behind, so making it difficult. Just feels like a very confident Louisville City right now, watching them, George, to my eye anyway. It does. You can see the intensity to their pressure, uh, the, the good shape and organization. Uh, and here we are again, uh, no real opportunities. Yeah, it was an offside flag there once again. Jeremy Kelly, a player whose name I've not called yet, uh, but a big playmaker for Memphis. He just clipped the ball over the top, and the Memphis player there making the run uh, might have been Bruno Lapa. I didn't quite catch it. He was offside. So it's a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City in their penalty area. They played on the ground to Sean Tosh. He plays it 
from the near side to the far side to Amadou D. It keeps it in play, dribbles backward, and drops it off to Josh Winder. Plenty of time and space for Winder, not under pressure. Plays it on the ground to Ray Serrano, who's dropping very deep in the Louisville defensive half. Backward to Tosh, on the ground forward to Gibson. Back to Serrano. Neat stuff here from Lucity. Down the near side, Manny Perez in the attack, in towards a runner, and it's cleared behind by Memphis. It'll be a, a Vi-Fi corner kick for Louisville City coming up from the near side. They're right. Just some neat passing stuff down the near side for Louisville there. Yeah, you talk about Ray Serrano dropping deep to pick up the ball in midfield. Uh, that created a lot of space for Manny Perez. We all know what type of pace he has, and he was able to get him behind and almost create a chance. Ball was toward Wilson Harris, who was making the later run. Jorge Gonzalez was also there. So the Wi-Fi corner from the near side, the Louisville right. It'll be the captain, Paolo Del Piccolo, to take it with his left foot and in-swinger. Just a very short range for him to run up to this corner. Here it comes, in towards the penalty spot, flicked on header by Jorge Gonzalez, couldn't find a teammate and couldn't direct it on frame, but kept in play by Louisville. Winder across into the box, headed away by Memphis. It'll come to Paolo Del Piccolo on the near side. He'll drop it off backward. There's Ray Serrano, and back into the center circle, Tyler Gibson for Louisville City, the last man back right now. Left of the center circle, Josh Winder plays a diagonal with his right foot looking for Paolo Del Piccolo, and it's headed by a Memphis defender back into the arms of Bill Hamid. Malloy there defending at the back post, composed, heads the ball back to Bill. Now Memphis is in possession. Memphis coming forward. Here's Jeremy Kelly, about a 15-yard run with the ball at his feet into the center circle, plays it wide right. Here's Buckmaster getting into the attack, the right back, drops it off backward to Kelly on the inside right. Further backward, back into the center circle is Vom Stieg. Now they play it down the left side. Akeem Ward, the left back with it, drops it off backward back to Vom Stieg. And Louisville City coming forward with pressure. Wilson Harris leading that line. Here's Malloy, and he's forced to play it backward. Graham Smith still going backward all the way back to Bill Hamid, the goalkeeper. Louisville City's pressure once again doing the job. And it builds. Pressure builds. Every time Memphis goes negative, you can see a player from white getting trying to break a line and get pressure to the ball. And then that pressure, George, for Louisville City forces a long ball from Memphis. And Lou City comes down with it on the end. And that's, look, if you don't turn them over in their final third, you force them to play it long with the press, and you win the ball back regardless. At least that's how it plays out very often for Louisville City. Yeah, a lot of times it's not the player pressing, pressing the ball, but the second player that gets possession. Lou City, though, with a bit of an errant pass. It's out for a Memphis throw. Here comes a chance from distance. Malloy had the shot, and it is about 10 yards over the bar and into the seats behind Oliver Zimla's goal for Louisville City. First, the turnover. It was a ball uh, from Lou City played to the far side, the left, and it was just too far in front of Amadou Dia, resulted in a throw for Memphis in their attacking half. They worked the ball into the middle. It fell to Aaron Malloy, who was open from about 25 yards, tried to hit it on that half volley, couldn't keep it down, couldn't keep it under the bar, couldn't keep it on target. It's back with Lou City now. Sean Tosh coming forward, breaking through the pressure. Again, the goal scorer tonight for Lou City. We've played 20 minutes, 45 seconds in this game, and nine minutes in. Sean Tosh scored from a Ray Serrano corner kick. Ball from the diagonal here into the attack for Lucity. Maybe a chance here. Manny Perez tried to drive it low on the ground towards Wilson Harris at the near post, and Vom Stieg stuck out a leg. He was in the way of it. It's behind for another Lucity Vi-Fi corner kick from the near side the right. But once again, that long diagonal really broke open Memphis there, and Manny Perez had all kinds of time and space. Maybe just wish that ball was a little bit to either side of Vom Stieg. You can tell that's on the radar for the center back, Sean and why Josh have both hit those diags, getting uh, players in behind. Again, Manny Perez in behind, almost creating a good chance. Corner kick now from Del Piccolo. So it'll be from Del Piccolo on the near side, the loose city right, an in-swinger off of his left foot. Here's his approach, and he hits it high into the air towards the back post, headed on toward goal, and it's a second goal. No, it's not. It's waved off because of a foul. 
Jorge Gonzalez had the header, and he placed it into the bottom corner. Would have been 2 nothing, but the referee blew his whistle to stop that play for a foul against Louisville City, and it'll be a free kick to Memphis in their penalty area, nearly 2 to nothing there in favor of Louisville City, George. I'd like to see it back, but it looked to me at first sight that the referee bailed Memphis out a little bit. Uh, great ball from Del Piccolo. Jorge, wide open, good header. I would like to see a replay of that to see if it was really a foul. And it nearly was their second goal from a corner today for Louisville City. Louisville City winning the ball on their end, playing it long forward, but Wilson Harris coming from an offside position to touch the ball. So it'll be another free kick here to Memphis in their defensive half, but much nearer midfield, about 10 yards from midfield. Um, and Louisville City so far, George, I mean, they have been in control and they've had all the really quality chances to this point. Every Memphis chance, to my memory, was from 20 or 25 yards away. Yeah, I mean, Louisville City's doing what they, they probably set out to do. Uh, Memphis's danger is going to be coming from the counterattack. And, you know, Goodrum almost got in behind once. So just because Louisville City has control of the game now, they have to stay disciplined and organized because the players on the field for Memphis, they can strike at any time. Lou City ball along their back with Winder. Now Tosh, the right center back for Louisville City, touches it forward. Now plays once again another long diagonal, but he mishit it a little bit. It's headed by Memphis just out front of their penalty area towards midfield where Paolo Del Piccolo brings it down, drops it off backward to Winder, and Winder under a little pressure goes back to Oliver Zimla just standing at the top of his penalty area. Now the right side, Tosh. Touches the ball forward under pressure from Goodrum for Memphis. Tosh, a long ball down the near sideline. Headed on by Wilson Harris. It'll find Manny Perez on the right wing, just outside of the box. Perez defended there by Akeem Ward, and Ward did really well. Just took it right away from Manny Perez. Plays it forward on the ground to Bruno Lapa. Lapa back to Von Stieg in the penalty area for Memphis. Graham Smith in the middle now. Jeremy Kelly, wide right. Reese Buckmaster, some decent passing work for Memphis to break through that Louisville City pressure as Buckmaster gets into the attack. Kissyedu, and he couldn't find a teammate, just tried to maybe redirect it toward a teammate. It'll fall to Tosh, and Louisville City takes over once again. Yeah, Tyler Gibson doing what he's good at. It seemed that Louisville City was broken. There is Tyler in a passing lane to break up the play. Uh, regain possession for Louisville. Back with Amadou Dia now, the left back for Louisville City, just outside of the Louisville box, but he gives it away. Buckmaster coming forward. He's on the right wing in the attacking half for Memphis here. Turns it backward to, I believe that's Kissyedu. Now in the middle, might be Jeremy Kelly dribbling forward. Into the box now. Louisville City doing some defending. A leg out from Josh Winder, and he'll clear the second ball away. And he'll send it toward midfield. Headed there from Graham Smith of Memphis. It'll fall down to Kissyedu stepping in his Tosh to win it. Forward to Serrano. Serrano dribbles past midfield. Two on four right now for Louisville City. Serrano over to Wilson Harris. Still the attack goes on. Harris a shot with his left, and it's saved by Bill Hamid. From outside of the box on his left foot, Wilson Harris made good contact and drove it, but it was right into the palms of the goalkeeper Hamid. Very good from Serrano. He wins the ball. Instead of playing negative or just trying to secure the ball, he drives into space, and he's able to get the ball to Wilson for an opportunity on goal. Louisville City, the team with all of the momentum right now in this game, we've played 25 minutes exactly in the first half. It's one to nothing in favor of Lou City. You're listening to us here on ESPN Louisville, just past 8.30 local time in Kentucky. This game being played in Memphis, Tennessee at AutoZone Park. Louisville City looking to bounce back from a loss to Cincinnati in the U.S. Open Cup on Wednesday night and continue their good run of form recently in league play. Memphis looking to continue their momentum from a win on Wednesday night in the U.S. Open Cup over Atlanta United of Major League Soccer and win just their second league game of the season tonight. But right now, Louisville City with the advantage, though Memphis does have the ball. It's Bill Hamid in his penalty area, forward on the ground to 
I believe, Jeremy Kelly. Now wide right to Graham Smith. They're in the Memphis half. Smith along diagonal to the near side. Akeem Ward, the left back, has to leap up in the air to keep it in play. And his header back in field is won by Ray Serrano, but he gives it right back to Memphis. Jeremy Kelly coming over to win the ball back. Here's Aaron Malloy. Drives it down the middle, long over the top, looking for Luis Fernando, but too far out in front for him to catch up to it. It falls into the arms of Louisville City's rookie goalkeeper, Oliver Zimla. And I mentioned it earlier, George. Zimla appears to have won that number one job for himself, and he's been very impressive. He's saved every shot that he's faced on target so far this year. Yeah, talk about being prepared for an opportunity. Uh, when, when Zimla was signed, I don't, I don't think that they expected him to be the number one uh, at this point in the season. But knowing that he was a quality goalkeeper and he was capable of it, uh, you know, with Morton getting an injury and Foundez also getting an injury, he got his opportunity. And now look at him. He's the number one. Uh, because he capitalized on on that opportunity. He's a rookie out of Marshall, led them to a national title in 2020, and then signed with Louisville City about halfway through the preseason after a trial with the Colorado Rapids of Major League Soccer. Here's a foul against Louisville City, and it'll give a free kick to Memphis in a, a reasonably promising position. They're in their attacking half, the Louisville defensive half, on their inside right, probably 35 yards from goal, but it certainly will be a chance here, George, for Memphis to to set something up set up a set piece, and put the ball into the box. Rasmus there, just kind of pulling at the arm. Dangerous spot. Don't really need a foul there as we had numbers behind the ball, and now you have to deal with a dangerous set piece, and Malloy is very good at set pieces. Yeah, again, Malloy, the captain tonight for Memphis, the runner-up last year in the USL MVP race as a midfielder. That's hard to do uh, because they're not you know, necessarily the biggest highlight position, not the goal scorers, but he did have 10 assists last year and helped lead Memphis to a Really terrific season. He's standing over along with Kissiedu. You see he's leading the league in chances created, and that's why his service from dead balls. Yeah, and he puts it in here, a decent one, knocked around, but Louisville City finally does clear it away. Instead of clipping it high into the air, he just sort of, drive, uh, sort of drove it low into the box, and no one in a black shirt from Memphis was able to get a touch to it. Louisville clears it away past the near sideline, the left for a Memphis throw. It gave me a feeling they were trying something a little clever. It uh, looked like Malloy was showing a sign of some sort, and then he played the ball pretty low with pace into the box. It's not typical of his service. But a decent spell here over the last couple of minutes for Memphis as they try and come from behind and tie the game. It is Luis Fernando in the middle of the field. Actually, there might be Bruno Lapa. It was Bruno Lapa. Knocked away from him, but back with Memphis. Akeem Ward, a ball into the box, headed away by Winder. It'll come to Jeremy Kelly, tries to curl it. That shot is blocked. And then finally cleared away by a Louisville City player, I believe Jorge Gonzalez. That clearance to midfield. Graham Smith brings it down for Memphis. And Smith was fouled, I believe. Ray Serrano also goes down to the ground. In fact, this may be a foul against Memphis, George. I think it is. It's going to be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City at midfield. So, yeah. Louis City will take over on the ball. Not sure what happened there. You know, you see a player kind of lashed out, kicked out. Ray goes down, but didn't look like much. Now a free kick for Louisville. So, the free kick will come. We're in the 29th minute. This will be in the 30th minute by the time the free kick is taken, the fifth-third free kick in the center circle. Tyler Gibson just touches it to the left of the circle to Josh Winder, and we're back underway. So Wilson Harris evidently drawing a foul there for Louisville City, and if you can't hold the ball up literally, drawing a foul is a great way to hold the ball up because it wins a free kick for your team. Louisville City works it all the way back to Zimla, the goalkeeper, and now Tosh, the right center back. Again, one to nothing. our score. Tosh, the goal scorer for Louisville City tonight on the road in Memphis, Tennessee. Zimla with the ball once again, drives it long with his left foot down the middle of the field. Jorge Gonzalez giving chase, but a Memphis player there is first to it, plays a heavy pass back to Bill Amid. All he can do is just kind of pop it up into the air. It's past the 
the right side of the box. Graham Smith keeps it in play for Memphis. They're trying to work against this Louisville City pressure right now. Memphis in their defensive half. Smith back into the middle to Buckmaster to roll to Hamid. He just has to hit it forward and clear it long into the center circle. Battling for it there was Goodman, uh, Goodrum rather, and Sean Tosh. And Tosh commits a foul. It'll be a free kick here to Memphis. This is my favorite version of Louisville City. Every time the ball goes back to the goalkeeper, we talked about it earlier, getting pressure to the ball. Jorge there, one versus four. He makes it difficult and now almost created a, a turnover and a chance. And I'll also say, you know, we, we've talked a little bit about it, George. Uh, I called it a confident Louisville City. The game has been played on Louisville City's terms, it seems like to me. It's playing exactly the way Louisville City would want it to right now, I think, anyway. What do you think? I agree. They're making it very difficult for Memphis. Uh, they're pressing. They're, they're keeping the ball when they win it, playing direct, trying to exploit space. It's been a good showing for the first 30, but still a lot of game left to, be, to be played. Yeah, as you said, 30 minutes gone by right here. Uh, Louisville City against Memphis. Memphis on the ball with Jeremy Kelly. They're in the attacking half. He's dribbling with the ball at his feet just past the center circle. Now plays it forward. That is Luis Fernando. Now to the right side. An opportunity put in across. Here it comes towards Goodrum, headed away by Josh Winder. It'll come out to Aaron Malloy. He tries to play to the left side. Cleared away by a Louisville City player past midfield. And Vom Stieg will keep it in play. Harris running up here for Louisville City for some pressure. Forward to Kissiedu. Kissiedu backwards to Malloy. Malloy under pressure from Tyler. Actually, that's Wilson Harris. Palo Del Piccolo up there as well. And Malloy does well to get the ball off his feet. It's Graham Smith. Now wide right, Buckmaster in the attacking half for Memphis. His pass forward blocked there by Jorge Gonzalez and falls back to Memphis just outside of the center circle with Jeremy Kelly. Now Graham Smith near midfield. Right side, Reese Buckmaster. Memphis just knocking the ball around the back here in these moments. Louisville City with 46% of the ball. They've been out-possessed so far by, by Memphis, but that hasn't necessarily meant the game hasn't been on Louisville City's terms. Four shots for Louisville City, three of them on target, including the goal. Five shots for Memphis, but just one on target. Most of those chances have come from long distance. They have Memphis with the ball now still on the left side. Kissiedu falls back to him after a, uh, after a deflection. Plays it wide right to Buckmaster. Chance to cross. Buckmaster in towards Goodrum. It's flicked on towards the back post. It'll drop to Manny Perez, and Perez will dribble out of the box and dribble out of trouble. Looking to clear it upfield. Maybe finally does. Put the ball forward towards Wilson Harris off of the back of his foot. and It'll go back to Memphis. Another dangerous cross, though, there, George, from Memphis from the right side. I was just going to say, that's great for Manny Perez, being aware of where the danger was in the box, uh, preventing Kissiedu from getting on the end of that cross. Memphis still with possession. They've got it with Malloy. It's been a decent spell here for the hosts. Again, looking to tie it. The last few minutes, they've had a lot of the ball. Forward to Bruno Lapa, middle of the field, about 35 yards from goal. Turns it forward. Here's Akeem Ward showing up like a center forward, the left back. Dribbles across the top of the box. Here's across to the near post, and it's right into the hands of Oliver Zimla. And he'll fall on the ball to kill a little time here and just calm things down. Once again, Akeem Ward drugged the ball across the top there, played it wide right, and it looked like Luis Fernando... Looked like maybe he was trying to cross it there, but he hit it right at Oliver Zemla, George. Yeah, not a good final ball, but Memphis has a little bit of a, a rhythm here against Louisville, and they were able to string some passes and, and possess into the, in the final third. Back with Louisville with Winder. Now Zimla just outside of his six-yard box. Memphis standing off just a little bit right now. Finally, Bruno Lapa comes forward with some pressure. It's Zimla. With Lapa just a couple of yards away, he has to send it long with his left foot. Harris, a header at midfield towards uh, – Jorge Gonzalez, but Smith there sends it upfield for Memphis. Now Louisville ball forward, back to Memphis. Their ball forward to Malloy in the center circle, and Memphis will settle things down and have possession here once again. It's a little spell right now for Memphis, George, where they feel like they're going to be able to generate maybe another chance and try and strike back here. 
yeah, Louisville can't get disconnected too much. They seem organized. They seem to still be keeping the ball in front of them, but just one opportunity is all Memphis needs. Memphis with the ball here. Malloy down the near side to Ward. He's on side, just to the left of the box. Cuts it onto his right foot. Ball on the ground towards Fernando. Knocked away. Back to Fernando. His shot is blocked on its way through. High into the air. It'll stay in play at the end line. Manny Perez heads it forward. And did the whistle go? I believe it did. And I think they say the ball went out of play past the end line. So it'll be a corner kick here to Memphis from the near side. Their left. Another corner kick for the hosts. The danger with allowing a team to get a rhythm is they can get more players into the attack. So you see Akeem Ward as a left back getting into the box, creating dangers. It'll be Malloy to take it. Off his right foot, an in-swinger, driven to the back post. The header popped up high into the air, and Zimla just has to tap it over. It was coming down toward him, and he just had to rise up and tap the ball over the bar. It's out for another corner here to Memphis, this time from the far side. I'm no goalkeeper. You know, I would love for my goalkeeper, though, to come out and snag that. Uh, probably some bodies in front of him. He, he wanted to be safe. So this time, a second successive corner for Memphis. This time from the far side, their right. Malloy will take it once again. This time an outswinger off of his right foot. Raises both arms into the air, approaches the ball. And here it comes. High into the air towards the penalty spot, towards Vom Stieg. He couldn't find the header, and it's out of the box now, but it'll stay with Memphis. Back to Ward in the middle of the field to play it back to Malloy on the far side, the right, about 35 yards from goal. Dribbling in, defended here by Jorge Gonzalez. Wide right now. I believe that's Luis Fernando. Dribbles past the Louisville City defender. Fernando across towards the penalty spot. Graham Smith backward. It's going to fall to Kissiedu. Further backward to Jeremy Kelly. On the ground here, Smith. Back to Kelly's. Kelly's shot wide left. It is wide left from Memphis's perspective. Wide right from Zimla, Louisville's goalkeeper's perspective. But that was well driven by Jeremy Kelly. Hit it low, hard on the ground. And I'm not sure Oliver Zimla really, hadn't, uh, really knew much about it. Had it been on target, it might have been past him, but it, luckily for him and for Louisville, it's wide, and it's a goal kick. Yeah, if that ball hits the target, that's going to be very difficult for Zimla. You see some quality coming out in Memphis. Again, getting confidence. Fernando with some good skill on the, on the, the wide area and getting dangerous crosses in. Again, Memphis, a team off to a slower start in league play, just one win for them so far, but a lot of quality in this team, as evidenced by last year's great results for them in making the playoffs and again, they beat Louisville City, if you remember, at Lynn Family Stadium, one of just a couple of teams to do that last year. Louisville City moved the ball forward for the first time in the last few minutes, but a foul goes against Louisville City, and it'll be a free kick here to Memphis in their penalty area with Hamid, the goalkeeper, to take it right now. 36 minutes on the clock. We've got nine minutes plus stoppage time to go in this first half, and Lou City right now clinging to a lead right now. It's one to nothing in favor of Lou City, thanks to a Sean Tosh goal scored nine minutes in. Ball forward for Memphis. Here's Goodrum, right side of the box, defended by Winder. Doesn't have much help in the middle right now, just one player in there for Goodrum. Cuts it over to his left foot, still Goodrum dribbling. Tries to put in a cross with his right. It's blocked behind by a Louisville City defender, and will be out for another Memphis corner kick from the far side there right. Good 1v1 defending from Josh Winder there. Uh, showing showing some good qualities and not diving in, not being rash in a tackle, just standing them up and gets a block. For Memphis, this will be the fifth corner of the first half for them already. We're in the now 38th minute. Again, from the far side there, right, Malloy will take it an outswinger. Here it comes towards the near post, headed away by the first defender. That was Jorge Gonzalez. It'll come back into the middle of the field with Reese Buckmaster back wide right. Malloy drives in across, flicked on header from Goodrum. Loose in the box. Lapa a stab at it, finally cleared away by Tosh. And his clearance, does it stay in play? 
Now it's past the near sideline, and it will be a throw for Memphis from the near side there left. That was really an opportunity for Memphis, and just fortunate for Louisville that somebody's body got in the way of this shot from Lapa. First it was Vom Stieg blocked by Winder, and actually it was Vom Stieg. It wasn't Lapa, so Vom Stieg's chance was the chance for Memphis there. That's a big opportunity there for Memphis. Dangerous balls into the box again. It was just a little looks bit like winders down. I'll be interested to see what this is. Yeah, winder down on the ground. It looked to me, George, like winder maybe just stepped on the ball there when he was trying to play that ball in, or the, the ball that came in from Malloy, and maybe kind of just, you know, might have scared his ankle a little bit. He's back to his feet, winder, and he'll stay in the game. And the ball back in play from the throw for Memphis. They've got it with Vom Stieg along their back line, working it backward to Smith in the center circle. Now from left to right, they've got it with Buckmaster on the right side. Plays it down the far sideline in the air, overhits the pass, and Zimla coming to the left side of his box will fall on it. I'm sure there's a big emphasis coming from the sideline of Louisville City to see this half out. Last thing you want to do is concede late in the half. And certainly momentum on the side of Memphis right now before a decent crowd, certainly not a big crowd down in Memphis, but a, a solid one. And Memphis, always a difficult place to go play, namely because of the surface. Again, it's a baseball field, home to the Memphis Redbirds of the AAA, of tri- minor league baseball's AAA, I should say. Ball knocked around the midfield right now, finally settled down by Jeremy Kelly of Memphis, and the hosts will once again take over in possession. Lucidi has not had the ball, it seems like, for about 10 minutes now. It is with Ward, the left back on the near side, defended by Perez and Ray Serrano. As Lucidi presses forward, trying to win the ball back, and they do. A touch there for Manny Perez. Here comes Lucidi. A chance to break. Ray Serrano's pass intercepted. It's still loose. Louisville trying to battle for the ball, finally cleared away from Memphis. That clearance will come to midfield. It'll be brought down by Winder, and Louisville will retain possession. But that would have been a chance there if that pass had not been intercepted. I mean, less than a yard from one-on-one with the goalkeeper for Jorge. Uh, Pressure in the final third from Louisville City almost leads to a great chance. Ball forward from Tosh looking for Serrano down the near side, but it's over his head, and it'll bounce past the end line. It'll result in a goal kick here for Memphis. But that press, once again, that's where Louisville City has had most of their effectiveness tonight. They've conceded possession to Memphis, but they've turned them over in several key spots and nearly did there. They nearly do here as well as a ball forward on the ground is deflected by Paolo Del Piccolo. It'll be out for a Memphis throw on the far side, the Memphis right, still in the Memphis defensive half. Yeah, if I had to choose between possession and creating chances like that, I would take those chances anytime. I think a lot of people would. It's It's been uh, not pointless possession for Memphis because they've had a couple of opportunities, but they've largely just had the ball without a lot of uh, a lot of point to the attack. And they turn over here once again. Manny Perez stepping in with a great read on the ball. He's got it in the attacking half. Forward on the ground, Ray Serrano on the end line, trying to put in a cross, a sliding challenge there from a Memphis defender. It was Ward, and it's out of play. A Wi-Fi corner kick coming up here for Louisville City. We've got four and a half minutes to go plus stoppage time in the first half. Louisville City has scored once from a corner. They nearly did it. A second time from a corner, but a foul was called after Jorge Gonzalez put the ball into the back of the net. And they will have another corner here. Again, from the near side, the right, it'll be an in-swinger off the left, left foot of Paolo Del Piccolo again. Yeah, Del Piccolo's in no rush as well. You haven't had much of the ball. Now you have a corner kick. Let's go ahead and, and take a breath here and get a good service in. Here it comes, high towards the back post, headed on toward goal. I believe that was Jorge Gonzalez, but it's wide of Bill Hamid's right post and will go out for a goal kick here to Memphis. It was Jorge Gonzalez once again from a right side corner kick for Louisville City. He was the target. He put it in the back of the net a few minutes ago but it was called off for a foul and he won the ball in the air there. Just couldn't get his header on target, George. 
Yeah, you got some big targets in there for Louisville City. Shantosh already showed his quality in, on set pieces. You got Jorge. Don't forget about Wilson as well. As long as the service from Ray and Paolo is uh, as quality as it has been, that's a, a dangerous piece to have on your side. Three and a half minutes to go in the first half, plus stoppage time. And Lou City's Press wins the ball in the attacking half once again. They've got it on the left side. Here comes a cross towards the back post. Serrano is there. He'll bring it down, try to clip it in. Chance for Louisville City. It's blocked by Hamid. Calls for handball from Louisville City. It's cleared away off the line by Memphis. Still, the chance goes on. The attack goes on. Serrano across to the back post. And it's knocked behind by a Memphis defender, Buckmaster. And it'll be another Vi-Fi corner kick for Louisville City, this time from the far side, the left. The press working to perfection right now for Lou City. As we get a look at that last chance, Serrano just put the ball back into the middle. Del Piccolo was there. And Hamid got the save. And then it was cleared off the line by Smith. There was no handball. I'm not sure if they're shouting for handball or they thought it was a goal, but... Uh, not very good box defending there from Memphis. Almost led to goal number two. Yeah, perhaps Paolo trying to argue that the ball was over the line, but it looked on the replay like it was cleared away just in front of that line. But it's another 5 fight corner again for Louisville City from the far side this time. Ray Serrano will take it, an in-swinger off his right foot. Here it comes, high into the air, towards the back post. A crowd of players in the box, popped up high into the air, still loose in the box. Kiss you do up for the header. It's won by Perez, still loose in the area, and finally it's going to be cleared away by Memphis as they try to break forward with Kiss you do. And the ball will come down to Tyler Gibson, and he'll settle it down backward to Zimla all the way back in the Louisville City box on the other end of the field. Zimla kicks it high into the air, back toward midfield, flicked on there by Jorge Gonzalez towards Wilson Harris. He nearly brought it down. Instead, it'll be cleared away by Vom Stieg. And that clearance will find only Jorge Gonzalez of Louisville City. Here they come forward, but a heavy touch there from Ray Serrano gives it back to Memphis. Yeah, good decision from Oliver there, Simley. No, no risk. No risk this late in the half. Get the ball forward. Let's win second balls. Pass forward from Memphis is Jeremy Kelly, intercepted by Lou City. And once again, from a turnover, they can come forward. Paolo Del Piccolo's pass is intercepted back by Memphis, and here they come. They've got it just left of the center circle. Bruno Lapa in the attacking half, wide left now. Laurent Kissier-Dew, he plays it back into the middle. Here's Jeremy Kelly from Memphis, and Lou City drops numbers behind the ball now to defend. With a minute and a half to go, plus stoppage time in this first half, and Lou City with a one to nothing lead. Kissier-Dew on the near side, the left, dribbling in toward the box. Plays it backward now to Akeem Ward. Del Piccolo there covering for Louisville City. Back into the center circle, Graham Smith. And under pressure, he's forced to play it all the way backward to Amid in the Memphis goal, uh, the Memphis penalty area, rather. It's Vom Stieg under pressure from Harris. Just gets the ball away. Now Graham Smith, right side of the box for Memphis. They're trying to work the ball out of the back here in Memphis once again against pressure from Louisville City. It's back into the area now. Malloy, Vom Stieg to the left of the box. Under pressure from Harris, plays it down the near sideline, Akeem Ward. Serrano there defending, Ward gets past him into the attacking half. Here's Akeem Ward still with it for Memphis. Ball through to Goodrum, he's on slide. Goodrum plays it back in the middle to Kissier-Dew. Sent away by Tosh, still with Memphis in the box. Right side now to Kissier-Dew. His shot towards goal, blocked on its way through and behind. It'll be a corner kick for Memphis from the far side there right. Memphis has had their chances, George, and they've got another corner kick here. Yeah, I was just going to give Louisville City credit for their pressure so high up the field, but all it takes is one ball, and Memphis was able to do that, and they broke them and leading the chances. It was Buckmaster who put the ball in, and then Kissier-Dew, his shot was blocked by a Louisville City defender. Here's the corner from the far side. Malloy takes it, driven into the near post, headed away by a Louisville City defender. It's out of play past the far sideline, and that Louisville City player, I believe, Jorge Gonzalez, is down holding his head now, so... It looks like we're going to have a pause in play for the moment before the ball can be put back in play. We have moved in officially to stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport, and the referee has added a minimum of one minute to this first half. 
and it was Jorge Gonzalez who was the player down, but he's now back to his feet. The athletic trainer did not come on, so Gonzalez will stay in the game, and he jogs forward here. And Louisville City, actually, I believe, they've called a foul. So, yeah, there was a foul on that corner kick. It wasn't just cleared away. It's a foul against Memphis and a fifth-third free kick to Lou City, which Oliver Zimla drives long into the attacking half for Louisville. Yeah, probably a little game management there from Jorge. Might have been, absolutely. I think you're right. Um, Louisville with the ball in the attacking half, trying to play it to Serrano, intercepted by Ward. And Memphis coming forward, maybe with the last chance of the half right here. Ward still with it. A 25-yard run with the ball at his feet. Wide left, just outside of the Louisville box, as Kissier do. Cuts it into the middle, plays it over to the far side, and that ball curling away from Luis Fernando, who made that run from the far side the right. It's out past the inline. It'll be a goal kick for Louisville City, and I suspect that this may be the last action of the first half. Oliver Zimla not in very much of a hurry to go over there and get the ball, and it is. The last action of the first half. Louisville City with a goal. Nine minutes in from Sean Tosh on a Ray Serrano corner kick. And that lead holds through to halftime. It's Louisville City 1, Memphis nothing. We will step aside. Plenty to talk about during the halftime report, which comes your way after this break. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. Kentuckiana, when you want the best, Neil Huffman has it. Home of Huffman Value Pricing. Every vehicle is determined by demand and availability, not by how long we've owned it. All backed by our three-year maintenance plan, our 110% price protection guarantee, and our seven-day like it or exchange it promise. Because when you buy with us, you're buying from a dealership that's family-owned and operated since 1969. Online at neilhuffman.com. Some terms and restrictions apply. See neilhuffman.com for details. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. It's Oscar Jimenez, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. It's the Louisville City FC Halftime Report right here on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome back at halftime down in Memphis, Tennessee. Louisville City with a 1-0 lead over Memphis 901. This halftime report is presented to you by Breeze Airways. Nice, new, and nonstop 
That's the breezeway. Louisville City in the lead. We've also got our eyes on Racing Louisville tonight, and they have a lead. They're in the second half down at Lynn Family Stadium, about 30 minutes to go, 32 minutes to be a little more precise, and racing with a 2 to nothing lead over O.L. Rain right now. So uh, opportunity during this halftime to talk about both games, George. Let's start with Louisville City, though, the game that we are calling. Uh, down in Memphis, Sean Tosh scoring nine minutes in on a very well-played corner kick from Ray Serrano. And the opening, I'll say, 15 or 20 minutes for Louisville City really favored them. They were in control. The game was at their pace. Uh, but then Memphis really grew into the game of late, maybe the last 20 minutes, I'll say. Memphis had a ton of the ball, had a number of chances. It's still very much a game in the balance, still very much anybody's game at this point. Yeah, I can agree. I would, you know, I'm really happy with the way Louisville City's playing. Uh, they're pressing high up the field. When they're not pressing, they're nice and organized. Uh, I'm sure Danny Cruz is happy with the performance and especially with the lead going into halftime. In terms of statistics, we'll go through some of the halftime stats right now. Louisville City outpossessed by 60% to 40% in that first half. Lou City with six shots, four of them on target. And Memphis, through their 60, actually close to 61% possession, they finished with 11 shots, but just two of those were on target. In terms of corner kicks, it was even five apiece between Memphis and Louisville. And in terms of fouls, there were nine total fouls called in the first half, six called against Louisville City, and three called against Memphis. Uh, let's talk about the goal, George. Uh, it, it was a, a really well-played corner kick. Sean Tosh just made a near-post run uh, and got to the ball first and put it in the back of the net. Yeah, I mean, set pieces are dangerous. I, I think the corner kicks on that field are a little shorter. Uh, and I think that's why we've seen so many dangerous chances from set pieces, uh, both sides. Uh, so as long as uh, you know Louisville City and, and or Memphis continue to take those seriously and continue to execute those, it could, it could lead to some more goals in the second half. What do you think Danny Cruz's mood is right now in halftime? Obviously, he's got to be pleased to have the lead, and there are certainly a lot of things he can be pleased about uh, about the way his team played in that first half. But Memphis had a number of chances. I just said it, 11 shots for them. Uh, that, that, that's a pretty high number. Um, albeit some of them were from far away, some of them were not that threatening. Uh, but Memphis is right there in this game. So what do you think Danny Cruz is thinking and feeling right now in the halftime locker room? You know, he may he may be happy with the performance, but he's not really going to let the team know that. He's going to be on the team on how we can be better, how we can improve, how can we limit the chances that they've been able to create. Uh, and on top of that, how are we going to create more chances? All the chances for Louisville City have come off of set pieces and, and turning the ball over high up the field. So I, I'm sure he wants his team to get more of the ball. I'm sure he wants his team to be able to dominate the game in their half of the field as opposed to conceding, as we saw, uh, 40% possession for Louisville City. We talked about in the, in the open of the of the broadcast tonight, both of these teams playing very hectic schedules, as is everybody in America right now, really, because of the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, for Louisville, it's their third game on the road in the last eight days. As we look toward the second half, fatigue is going to start to be a factor for both teams, maybe even more so for Memphis, though, because remember they played the same starting 11 on Wednesday night and they went over Atlanta United as they do tonight. Um, but for Louisville City, looking to their bench, you know, do you think Danny, Danny will make switches maybe at the 60-minute mark, maybe earlier than that? When do you think the bench start will, will start to play a factor tonight for both teams because of that fatigue? Yeah, well, knowing there's some players on the field that didn't play a full 90 on Wednesday, he may have the luxury of allowing these guys to go a little longer. You know, I, I don't know Memphis as well, but I would imagine we're going to see some changes in that group 
probably sooner than later. I wouldn't be surprised to see a halftime change, uh, if I'm being honest. But for Louisville City, uh, the players on the field, I'm sure he expects to give a, a good effort tonight. Uh, but he also is going to expect the, the players coming into the game to make a huge difference. Uh, you look at players like Brian Ombi, who, who should be healthy and raring to go. Uh, you know, and other players like Enoch, uh, who's been starting all season. Uh, so it's playing a little bit of a different role tonight. Uh, I know Danny wants those guys to come on and make an immediate impact, and I'm sure we'll see that. Yeah, also Dylan Maris available off the bench. Carlos Mogel as well, players that can play in that midfield and that attacking end, maybe make a difference for Louisville City. Let's take another time out. When we come back, uh, let's chat a little bit, a little bit about racing. Uh, they are currently at home against Oil Rain. They're actively playing right now in the second half of that game, and they have a 2 to nothing lead. Uh, still looking for the first win of the season. So we'll chat about what's going on with them right now when we return. The score of our game that we're bringing to you tonight, it's Louisville City 1, Memphis nothing right now down in Tennessee. So we'll take a timeout. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer and the Breeze Airways Halftime Report here on ESPN Louisville. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft. Drake responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. If your heating and cooling system is old and inefficient, now is the time to give BJ Heating and Cooling a call for your free estimate. BJ Heating and Cooling, your local factory authorized Bryant dealer, whatever it takes, has teamed with Bryant Equipment to offer up to 60 months 0% financing with approved credit. Celebrating over 35 years helping Kentuckiana with all their heating and cooling needs. Make sure your estimate on a new system is from BJ Heating and Cooling. You will not be disappointed. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. I'm an emergency medical technician. Today, I arrived at the scene of a crash. I've seen enough of these to know it's a bad one. Young female driver, unconscious. I see her phone on the floor. The screen says OMW, on my way. She never hit send. Be safe, Kentucky. Buckle up and put the phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Louisville City fans, this is Danny Cruz. Remember, if it's Lou City, it plays right here on ESPN 680, 1057, and the ESPN Louisville app. Welcome back to the Breeze Airways Halftime Report. Breeze Airways, nice, new, and nonstop. That's the Breezeway. Louisville City in front one to nothing over Memphis 901 down in Tennessee. Here in Louisville, it is Louisville uh, Racing Louisville ahead 2 to nothing against O.L. Reign. They're in the second half down at Lynn Family Stadium. They are playing in the 66th minute, so about 25 minutes to go, plus stoppage time down there. 
And Louisville with two goals in the first half in that game. Paige Monahan scored seven minutes in. And then Savannah DeMello scored just before halftime in the 45th minute. And racing Louisville on the stat sheet anyway, George, has really outplayed O.L. Reign so far. 14 shots for racing to four for O.L. Reign. Seven of those 14 shots have been on target for racing Louisville. Just one shot on target so far for O.L. Reign. And every other statistic just about really favors racing Louisville right now, although they are being outpossessed technically 55 to 45 uh, at this point in the, in the game. Uh, but for racing Louisville, a team looking for their first win of the season, they have had flashes where you say, wow, this team is so improved. This team has so much potential to be really good, potential to be a playoff contender in the NWSL. They just haven't been able to put together a full 45 minutes. But so far tonight, still with a lot of time to go, so far tonight, a very encouraging scoreline for racing Louisville fans. Yeah, very encouraging. Over the course you know, of the early parts of the season, watching them play, uh, having the, the luxury of being able to watch them train, uh, a couple of days a week. I'm really excited for what this group is able to do uh, and what their potential is. So uh, we'll be excited to see. You know, it's it's still early and they're still going through their process to, to try to find their identity, but, but it's good to see and I'm excited for what the future holds. Well, and as we're talking about this, Racing Louisville is going to get a uh, penalty kick called against them here. So OL Rain with a little bit of a lifeline right now. And by the way, for anybody listening, Megan Rapino is playing tonight for OL Reign, so one of the superstars of world soccer, one of the greatest players in world soccer, is in Louisville tonight. That's always just cool to see, and uh, and and what a what a neat thing that is to have those players of that level coming to Lynn Family Stadium. Uh, but again, racing Louisville just now conceding a penalty kick, so that two to nothing lead for them uh, might be in danger. And I guess we'll uh, we'll stay with you for the penalty kick here. Uh, 22 minutes or so to go here in this game. And Racing Louisville looking to not concede right now. It's going to be Megan Rapino to take this penalty. Let's just do a little play-by-play of this game. Why not? Uh, Rapino, what a legend she is going one-on-one with Katie Lund here from the penalty spot 12 yards away. Again, Racing Louisville in front 2 to nothing as the referee signals on Rapino. And Rapino scores. Katie Lund went to the right. Rapino goes to Lund's left, and it's 2-1 to one in favor of racing now. So a little ways to go and a little bit of danger, but racing still with lead. You never knew. It was always going to be a challenge against O.L. Reign. They're such a talented team. They're second in the league coming in. They've got superstars like Rapino, like Rose Lavelle, like Jess Fishlock as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, look, look, this was never going to go easy for racing Louisville, but they still have the lead, George. This is soccer, right? You know, it's a 90-minute game. We play 90 minutes for a reason, so... Uh, no doubt in my mind that racing can see it through, and I'll be looking uh, to see what that result was after this match. So, yeah, we'll keep our eye on that for you throughout the second half of our game. Again, it's Louisville City on the road at Memphis 901, and Lou City with a one to nothing lead courtesy of Sean Tosh, who scored nine minutes in, and we'll continue to update you on the racing Louisville game as the second half of our game progresses. When we return the second half, We'll have the start of it for you. It's, again, it's Louisville City Soccer here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. 
When it came time for me to get a new dresser, there was only one furniture store for me to turn to, one with a very simple name, Louisville Furniture. This month, it's their half-price sale at Louisville Furniture, so whether it's something for your living room, dining room, bedroom, you name it, you can get 12 months at 0% financing on some items and half off. And some of these items are marked down over 50% off. So visit LouisvilleFurnitureKY.com or stop by and say hi to Lori and the dogs right by the water tower in Middletown. Louisville Furniture. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Louisville City fans, this is Paolo Del Piccolo. Tune in to Soccer City at 6 p.m. each Thursday on ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app to hear exclusive conversations with players like me. Welcome back. We've played 40 seconds in the second half of Memphis with a corner here right off the bat. Aaron Malloy puts it into the box. It's headed away by a Louisville City defender. It's out to Luis Fernando. His shot from outside of the box is blocked, and it'll go wide left out past the far sideline. It'll be a throw here to Memphis. Inside the opening minute of the second half, Jeff Milby and George Davis here with you on this Saturday night. Lou City with a lead one to nothing, but Memphis right out of the gate in the second half, George, uh, with a really good start. Yeah, I'm sure part of the message at halftime was to come out and try to start the half well. So it's not it's not exciting to see Memphis on the front foot, but uh, it's a long half and, and excited for this. No changes for either team to this point. Again, just after the halftime break, and as Memphis tried to put the ball in back in play down the near side this time, there's a foul against Memphis as Amadou Dia, Louisville's left back, goes down to the ground. So we'll have a fifth-third free kick here, a minute and a half into the second half. It'll come in the Louisville defensive half toward the near sideline, about 8 or 10 yards outside of the Louisville box, and Oliver Zimla waving everybody forward. So Louisville's goalkeeper will come out of his box here to send this long into the opposite half. A little bit of slow tempo from Louisville City. I'm I'm a bit surprised. Uh, Part of their success in the first half was playing with a high energy, high intensity. Uh, I hope the mindset of the players on the field is not to protect the lead uh, or try to see this out for the next 45 minutes. they got to get on the front foot if they want to make this game and win this game. That fifth-third free kick was sent long, and on the end of it was no one but Bill Hamid, the goalkeeper for Memphis. And now Memphis tries to build out of the back, building through this Louisville City pressure. Louisville City nearly forcing a turnover. It's a loose ball right now on the near sideline, and it is going to be a turnover. Touch forward by Tlefson. Now Del Piccolo, middle of the field, Serrano from 30 yards on the ground to Wilson. Harris, a great idea, but just a little bit too far out in front of Harris. He got a touch to it. It rolls into the goalkeeper, Hamid, and I believe maybe an offside flag had been raised there anyway as Hamid planted the ball down and put it back in play immediately. Memphis trying to build out of the back again. Two and a half minutes gone in this second half. They play it forward looking for Goodrum, touched by Tosh. He goes down after Goodrum ran into his back, and it's going to be a foul, I think, anyway. Looks like it's going to be a foul against Louisville, I think. Anyway, it was a free kick to Memphis if that was the case. Memphis has the ball in any event, and they've got it with Bruno Lapa at midfield on the right side. Plays it forward towards Buckmaster. The right back made a run forward, but it's intercepted by Winder. Winder over to Amadou Dia. He clips it forward. Exchanging possession here. It's back with Memphis. Luis Fernando coming in. In the attacking half, Louisville doing some defending here in the opening three minutes plus of this second half. Yeah, defending it is, just like a reflection of the end of the first half. Memphis with the ball. Lapa trying to touch it around Dia. 
It's now wide right with Luis Fernando. Drops it off to Buckmaster. Here's his cross to the back post. Just out front of Kiss You Do. Headed away by Manny Perez. Will it stay in play on the far side? It's out for a throw to Memphis. Just near the corner flag on the far side there left in the Louisville half. And, in fact, the referee's going to blow his whistle here. And yeah, he's going to give it to Louisville. So he says the last touch there was from Memphis. Stephen Glass, the head coach from Memphis, very upset, giving it to the near side AR and also to the fourth official. Actually, oh, they changed their mind. Yeah, they did. It's back to a Memphis throw now. A little bit of confusion right now on what the calls are. Again, our referee this evening for this game is Matt Thompson, the man in the middle controlling the game. It's back to Memphis after a little collaboration, a little conversation there. Their throw comes all the way back to midfield now. Four minutes gone by in the second half. Memphis in possession. Buckmaster into the middle now. Ball over the top. Bruno Lapa. And the flag goes up against Lapa. Offside call immediately from the near side AR. And it'll be a fifth third free kick to Louisville City just outside of their box uh, toward the near side. Yeah, Memphis is, is getting some dangerous opportunities early. That's not good. They have a lot of players who can rotate in different positions. You see Bruno Lapa there kind of making his run from a wide area who's originally kind of set up centrally. So uh, Kisiedu, Lapa. Good drum. These guys can run into different spaces, play underneath and playing behind. So Louisville has to be aware of that. Of course, we will switch sides in the second half and have switched sides. And now Louisville City defending the goal with the turf on the dirt in the baseball configuration in their end. So may that play a factor here in the second half. We'll see. Certainly might be more difficult going forward for uh, Memphis here. Uh, Louisville City getting forward well right now, though. They've won the ball or won a throw rather on the near side of the left. Deep in the final third and very much near the corner flag. It'll be Amadou Dia to take this throw, and he's looking to set up to take a long throw. He's going to send it into the box here, almost like a little corner kick routine. It'll be Dia's throw. Here he comes, high into the air towards the six-yard box, headed up by a Memphis player, brought down by Luis Fernando, trying to get it forward. He plays it on a long diagonal towards midfield. Kissiedu is there with time and space. He dribbles forward into the attacking half. Memphis streaming forward now. Kissiedu into the box on the left side. Kissiedu cuts it back into the middle. There's Smith, I believe. No, that's Jeremy Kelly. His shot blocked on its way through. And it's to the far sideline. Cleared forward by a Louisville defender. It goes out of play. It'll be a throw to Memphis on the far side there left. Memphis with another chance there, though, George. Not what you want from Louisville City. You talk about a narrow field. You get a long throw. And then we end up defending, running 70 yards, and Memphis gets a shot on goal. I'm sure Cruz is fuming on the sideline with that one. Six minutes gone in the second half. Lou City right now still in front, one to nothing, courtesy of a ninth-minute goal from Sean Tosh. But Memphis certainly with the momentum right now. Maybe a chance for them coming forward. Clip through Kissiadu. Is he onside? Plays across the face of goal. It's touched in towards goal, and it's headed up into the roof of the net by a Louisville defender, and it's a goal for Memphis. Louise Fernando scores for the hosts, and they have tied it at one. Six and a half minutes into the second half, and Memphis has struck back. They've certainly had the momentum for the final 20 minutes or so of the first half, and they've started the second half where they left the first off, and they now have the goal to show on the scoreboard. Fernando's goal gives Memphis a 1-1 to scoreline against Louisville. Yeah, you can only defend for so long, so hopefully this, this wakes up the Louisville City team to understand that we can't defend all, all game and expect to get a result. There's a ball through from Kissiedu from the left side. Took a deflection off of Josh Winder, back towards Luis Fernando and just sort of falling away from the ball, just got as much of it as he could with his left foot, sent it toward goal, and Winder trying to valiantly make an effort to clear it off the line, couldn't get his head on it cleanly, and it's into the roof of the net off of Winder's head, but that will certainly be Fernando's goal, and it is 1-1. We're back underway 
after the restart from midfield. Louisville City with the ball with Josh Winder, the left center back, tries to play it long, and that pass not really on target, and it's out of play past the near sideline, a throw to Memphis in their defensive half. And Louisville City right now, George, needing to seize the momentum back their way. Well, we talked about momentum before the game and, and how that momentum from Atlanta would carry over, and you can see what the goal and the confidence of having the ball has done to Memphis. And now that the game is tied, uh, looking to see a reaction from Louisville City and kind of kill that momentum that Memphis has been able to build on. And Memphis certainly would be confident no matter what the time or score is because, again, as we mentioned, they tied that game after the 90th minute mark on Wednesday night and then went on to win it in overtime against Atlanta United. So, you know, they're not concerned and we're not concerned when uh, Lou City had the lead. Lou City with a throw here on the near side, the left, in the attacking half. It'll be another long throw, it looks like, from Amadou Dia. This time not quite as far into the final third. He can still get this ball into the middle of the box. And he does throw it in here towards the penalty spot, knocked down, and it'll come to Bruno Lapa to bring it out of the box for Memphis, but he loses that in possession. Gibson wins the ball back. It's Dia near sideline. Now to Lufson, back to Dia for Louisville in the attacking half. The attack's still on for Lou City. Back to Winder, who's playing a little bit forward in the attack. Now Dia back to Winder once again. They're drifting backward here, Lou City. Gibson coming back forward. Backward still into the defensive half with Tosh. Turns and plays it forward on the ground where it's intercepted by Graham Smith, and then he's fouled as Wilson Harris just had a tug of the jersey of Smith tried to pull him back and the referee spotted that foul and called a foul so the free kick here to Memphis no nah, I think he pulled it back to Tosh when he played that ball into the midfield he was hit oh, he late. Did. you're right I see that now yeah so fifth third free kick to Lou City they work it forward here in the box Wilson Harris left side and it's into the side netting outside of the goal and it'll be a goal kick here to Memphis Harris had it a very tight angle Tried to just play it back toward goal, maybe even across there with a runner to the back post, but couldn't hit it, couldn't wrap his foot around it well enough, and it goes into the side netting and out of play. What a ball there by Del Piccolo, threading the needle, getting Wilson in behind. Wilson does a good job to go around the keeper, but as you said, he didn't have an angle. I would have been looking to see if there was somebody in the box uh, for it to happen. So the goal kick now to Memphis. We've played nearly 10 minutes in the second half. Memphis scoring just about six minutes into it to make it 1-1 after Louisville City had a first-half lead. The goal kick sent long by Memphis. Tosh a header, now Dia a header into the attacking half for Louisville. Harris trying to bring it down. Instead, it's Memphis who brings it down. And I believe they're going to call a foul here against Memphis. So this will be a fifth-third free kick to Lou City. And they're attacking half toward the middle of the field on the inside left, about eight or ten yards past field in the midfield, and they take it quickly. But the referee pulls it back once again. He says they took it too quickly here. So this fifth third free kick still yet to come. It's about eight yards past midfield on the inside left. It's always interesting to me what a goal can do to the game. You know, for 20 minutes or so, Memphis is on top of them, on top of them. When they get the goal, uh, now that the tides have turned, which is interesting to me, is it Memphis taking their foot off the gas a little bit? Or is it Louisville City coming out with a reaction? Tosh, a long ball from the center circle. It'll be caught easily by Bill Hamid, the goalkeeper. Uh, obviously, you had a terrific playing career, George, so you know this answer better than anybody. Is it a, just an emotional thing when a goal happens? Do the, do the players just sort of let off, relax a little bit, exhale a little bit? Uh, or, or what is it that, that changes the game when a goal happens? As we'll get to that thought in a moment. Goodrum, a ball forward. He was trying to bring it down. Well defended there by Winder, who brings it out of play, and uh, it'll be a throw to Memphis on the far side there left. And once again, here's Philip Goodrum. We mentioned the first half. He's the chief instigator for Memphis, and he and Winder having a little moment where Winder was trying to carry the ball. Goodrum coming over to knock it out of his hands, 
and the emotions starting to flare up just a little bit here down in Memphis. Yeah, you can see the chippiness right now. You saw a little bit of it in the first half, but nothing to make you talk about it. So I'm sure as this game gets deeper in, into the half, uh, you're going to start to see a little bit more chippiness, and you're going to need the referee to take control and make sure it doesn't get out of hand. Again, remember last year, each visiting team won in the two games between these two. Lou City won 2-1 down in Memphis, and then Memphis returned the favor 2-1 at Lynn Family Stadium, and there were red cards in each game. And the referee here giving a maybe a final warning, it looked like, to Josh Winder there. The motion in the air as if to say your next foul will be a card, I think anyway, George, is yeah. trying to read his lips there. That's what it looked like. He even gave the hand gesture as if it was a threat. So we've got uh, Memphis in possession after that throw. 57 minutes on the clock here. Ball into the box for Memphis. Knocked behind by Winder. And then a late challenge in behind Winder by Goodrum. And Winder down hurt, holding his ankle to the left. And that was a very uh, late challenge. Looked like Goodrum just went right through the legs of Winder trying to battle for that ball. No foul called, I don't believe. It is going to be out for now. I think it's going to be a goal kick. Maybe Goodrum got the last touch. But the concern here is for Josh Winder down on the ground in the Louisville penalty area, just holding the back of his left leg. And Stuart Wright, the trainer, is going to come on to check Winder out. Yeah, it was an awkward fall. It looked like Goodrum landed on, on Winder and maybe landed on his ankle. Maybe a little bit of a concern. I know he had an ankle injury earlier uh, in the year, so hopefully it's nothing too serious. I haven't yet seen a replay of that play, uh, but once again, Winder and Goodrum, those two just got into it a moment ago, and this time they get into it again, and... Winder still down holding his left ankle. So this will be, I think, a relatively long pause in play as Stuart Wright sees to Josh Winder. Just the young star for Louisville, 17 years old, just off of a senior call-up to the U.S. men's national team a couple of weeks ago where he was on the bench for their uh, their game with Mexico out in front of 55,000 in Phoenix, Arizona. Such a bright future for this kid. The reports are, again, that he's going to head to Europe in the summer transfer window for a fee reported at around $1.5 million. None of that has been confirmed by anybody with Louisville City or anybody else, but it's, that's the reports right now. Uh, certainly a very valuable player, Josh Winder, and he's got a bright, bright future, but he's still down on the ground here and does not look to be – he looks to be in quite a bit of pain, we'll say, uh, as he's remaining down on the ground. So this is a big concern right now, George, for Louisville City. Yeah, not good to see him down on the ground for this long, but really proud – Really, really proud of Josh Winder and the way he's handled himself over the last year or so. Uh, it can't be easy as a teenager uh, getting the type of attention he's getting. Uh, yeah, it, it's great. You know, every kid loves dream, or every kid's dream uh, is to be caught up to the full national team. But with that comes an immense amount of pressure, uh, and I think he's been class in the way he's handled that and, and shown a great deal of maturity uh, over the last few months. Yeah, it certainly has shown some maturity beyond his years. Uh, again, a local product out of Louisville, grew, born and raised in the Louisville Academy, um, and and certainly a big representation of what this club is and what it hopes to be over the coming years. He's back to his feet now, Winder. He's off the field after the trainer came on, and they're going to make a switch here. Someone's going to make a switch, in fact. It's going to be our first substitution of the game. It'll come at the hour mark, just like we suspected, and I believe that's a change for Memphis or actually, no, it's going to be for Louisville City. So it's going to be a couple of loose city changes here. Wes Sharpie, Dylan Maris, and Brian Ombi are all off uh, up off the bench. It'll be Maris coming in for Paolo Del Piccolo. Looks like Sharpie's going to come in to play center back, so Winder likely coming out of the game. 
And then, as we mentioned, Maris will come in. The players coming off right now, Del Piccolo, who hands the captain armband to Brian Ombi, and Jorge Gonzalez coming out. So we'll make certain what all these substitutions exactly are in just a moment, but they're all brought to you by Fortna. But I asked you that question at halftime, George, about when Danny might go to the bench. He does so at the hour mark. Yeah, good changes. I like to see uh, Brian Ombi back in the in the field and – and we know what he's capable of, and Dylan Maris had a good performance on Wednesday night against Cincinnati, so uh, excited to see what these guys are going to do to make an impact in the game. So again, just to confirm the switches, it's Serrano, Del Piccolo, and Gonzalez off, Maris, Sharpie, and Ownby on. No word on if Winder will remain in the game. He has returned to the field here, Josh Winder, walking a little bit gingerly. So Winder remains in right now, and Louisville City just opting to throw on another defender. So they're looking to go to a back five here. Uh, with about 30 minutes to go in this game and a 1-1 score. And we are back underway, by the way. It's Memphis in possession with Bill Hamid, their goalkeeper, in the penalty area. Graham Smith, the right center back. Back to Hamid under pressure from Ownby, who just checked in. Now to the left side, that's Vom Stieg, the other center back. And Lucidi's press nearly wins a turnover, but Akeem Ward steps in to win that loose ball. He'll play it from left to right now to his opposite number, the left back to the right back, Buckmaster here. Buckmaster coming forward, Reese Buckmaster across midfield. Luis Fernando, a back heel, trying to just send it to Bruno Lapa, intercepted by Lou City, and Josh Winder with a touch appears to be okay after that injury scare. Here's a ball forward from Jeremy Kelly of Memphis. It's into the Louisville box, and it bounces tame, uh, harmlessly into the hands of Oliver Zimla, the Louisville goalkeeper. Good from Simla to read that and gobble that up. I think Louisville City has now changed their shape a little bit, as you alluded to uh, it looks like maybe a 3-4-3, three, three, uh, something that we've seen from Louisville City in the past. So the three center backs will be Sharpie, Tosh, and Winder right now. That'll shift Manny Perez and Amadou Dia up into those wing back spots into the midfield. And then the attacking three remains the same, though Ownby has come on and Serrano gone off. And here's a free kick here to Mem- uh, Memphis, sent into the box. It was back toward midfield. And it's cleared away by Louisville City. It'll fall back to a Memphis player. That's Malloy into the box now to the left side believe that's Jeremy Kelly. Actually, that's Philip Goodrum with the ball on his feet. Clips it toward the goal. A header, and it's a save from Zimla. A relatively comfortable one at that. Smith had the header, and Zimla just leapt up to make that catch and make that save. Good service from Goodrum. Oliver there, pretty easy for him. Expect him to deal with that. Louisville City had a lot of numbers back in the box defending that there. Uh, Here comes the punt from Zimla. Towards midfield, it'll come all the way to Amadou Dia in the attacking half. Now Dylan Maris in the midfield. Touched forward there by Winder. It'll stay in play with Harris. Lucidi within attack here. Ownby dribbling around Vom Stieg. Still Ownby in the box. What a run from Ownby. And it's knocked off of his feet by Malloy. It'll be out for a Louisville City Vi-Fi corner kick from the near side, the left. And there is the dynamism of Brian Ownby on display immediately. Gets the ball really for the first time and drives right into the heart of the Memphis box. Yeah, just what you want to see from Ownby. He gets Graham Smith. Uh, squared up, facing the goal. He's going to take him 1v1 every time. Uh, almost gets around him and leads to a chance. So this Vi-Fi corner from the near side, the Louisville left. It'll be Dylan Maris to take it. He approaches the ball, hits it with his right foot high into the air towards the back post. Winder there trying to keep the ball in play, and he couldn't get his header back in play. It's out for a goal kick here to Memphis. Looked like Maris just maybe overhit that ball a little bit from that corner kick, George. Yeah, I agree. A bit overhit. We talked about how narrow the field was, right? So for a player just coming onto the field, still trying to adjust to the game. Here's Lou City. They win a turnover. Harris coming forward in the attack. Left side of the box. Tries to put it into the mixer. It's blocked. Knocked down to... 
Tyler Gibson. He'll drop it off backward to Amadou Dia, and Louisville City will sustain some possession here. It's Winder playing well forward in the attacking half into the middle of the Maris. He's hustled off the ball. It's a turnover. Here comes Memphis. Kissyedu at midfield. Drives it long. Looked like he saw Zimla off of his line a little bit, but that's really an ambitious effort. Zimla was back toward the goal pretty quickly, and it was off target anyway, so it's out for a goal kick to Louisville City. Actually, I think Zimla kept it in play, and it'll be uh, Louisville building from the back here. Looks like Kissy Dude just thought he saw Zimla off his line, George. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, if he did, it was poorly executed, but like you said, very ambitious effort. Just hit it long and uh, ultimately resulted in nothing for Memphis. Ball back into the hands of Zimla now. He'll roll it forward to Sharpie, fresh into the game. Wes Sharpie, who started against Cincinnati in the midweek, along with Sean Tosh. Here's Zimla under some pressure, just got the ball away off of his foot. Not a clean hit, but it's kept in play by Winder on the near side. Back to Sharpie, he sends it long into the attacking half. Harris battling for the ball with Smith. Smith wins the header for Memphis. Header from Malloy for Memphis. Now Bruno Lapa coming back for it. Memphis trying to forge an attack right now. Luis Fernando, the goal scorer with it on the right side. Into the box defended by Sharpie. Sharpie shielding Fernando away from the ball. And Sharpie able to see the ball past the inline. And it'll be a goal kick here to Louisville City. We're in the 66th minute. 1-1 is our score. Actually, they're going to call a foul here against Fernando, in fact, for pulling Sharpie down. It'll be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City in their box. Yeah, well defended from Sharpie. Gets his body in front of the opponent in the ball and just shields it out for a goal kick. Got 25 minutes to go, plus stoppage time. It's been a very even game since the goal for Memphis, and the changes for Louisville City just now starting to take a little bit of effect. They win the ball here in the attacking half. Ball forward from Gibson to Ownby, but skips off of his foot. It'll go back to the goalkeeper, Hamid. He plays it on the ground to Akeem Ward, the left back for Memphis. And interesting here, George, that we've seen Lou City go to the bench, but so, so far Memphis has not gone to the bench uh, despite playing the same 11 in back-to-back games just days apart. So maybe fatigue right now you'd think would start to become a factor for Memphis. Yeah, or that the manager has a lot of trust in his players on the field. You know, they, they went to Atlanta and got a result, so I'm sure he's trying to keep these players on the field as long as possible. Here's a foul against Louisville as Philip Goodrum goes down in the attacking half for Memphis just about five yards past midfield toward the near sideline. Memphis takes that free kick quickly on the ground. It's to the far side now with Akeem Ward, the left back, getting forward. Now into the middle now. It's Jeremy Kelly, back wide left, Akeem Ward, looking to put in a cross. Here it comes toward the penalty spot. Headed away by West Sharpie, a second header there from Gibson, and then touched forward toward Ombi. Here's Ombi on the run with the ball at his feet into the attacking half. Lucidity with three forward. Ombi, though, not on the same page as Wilson Harris, who was making a run in the middle, and that ball from Ombi easily won by Memphis. You didn't see it on that counterattack, but Brian Ombi and Manny Perez running at your back line, uh, that's not something Memphis wants to see. Yeah, they have such a great relationship down that right side. They've they showed it all last year, and they've shown it plenty of times this year as well. With Manny Perez doing a great job of getting forward a time or two, uh, or you know, a time or two a game, he gets forward a lot. Yeah, and now that they've switched with the three in the back or five at the back, depending on how you want to look at it, it allows Manny to get higher up the field. Here's Memphis with a chance, though. Ball into the box from Ward, headed away by Sharpie in the penalty area to fall right back to Ward in the middle. Here's Malloy. Malloy drops it off backwards. It's with Graham Smith here for Memphis, and they've got the ball in the center circle. Vom Stieg, wide left now once again. Looks like that's the uh, Bruno Lapa perhaps circling back in field. A little one-two for Memphis. It'll fall to Goodrum. He's in, bent behind, but the flag goes up. He puts the ball in the back of the net. 
but he will be denied by the offside flag, and Philip Goodrum wagging his finger at the assistant referee on the near sideline. But to be fair, he raised his flag immediately, and were he not offside, he would have been clearly in. But the offside flag goes up, and it'll give Louisville City a fifth-third free kick here in their penalty area, and it denies Philip Goodrum a goal. Every striker I know would tell you that they were never offsides. Uh, hard to see from that angle, but you saw Memphis substitutes immediately running over to the linesman, which is interesting because you don't want to see that from your substitute players. And the fireworks went off after that goal, so there's a little bit of a fog right now over the field down in Memphis. And before the ball put back in play from the fifth third free kick, we're going to have another, another Louisville City sub. It'll be Carlos Mogel Jr. to come in in place of Rasmus Tlufson. That substitution coming in the 70th minute now, brought to you by Fortna. So once again, Danny Cruz going to the bench here. Academy product, Mogel. Uh, another player that had a good performance in Cincinnati, uh, playing with a lot more confidence, starting to come into himself as a young player. Uh, he's, he's one that can make a difference. Fifth third free kick taken in the middle of the field in the defensive half by Zimla down the far sideline towards Ownby. His header backward. Two teams exchanging headers right now. Mogel battling for it. It'll fall here to a Louisville player. I believe that might have been Tosh or someone that clipped it forward down the far sideline. It's going to go out for a Memphis throw deep in their defensive half. Just got over 20 minutes to go in a 1-1 game here between Lou City and Memphis 901. After that throw, Lou City wins the ball with Maris in the middle. He'll play it. Here's Tosh playing as the right of the three center backs. Dribbling towards the far sideline, clips it forward. Chested down by Ownby. It'll be out for another Memphis throw. Actually, another Louisville throw on the far side, the right, as Manny Perez goes down, arguing for a foul. He's a little bit shaken up. It'll rise back to his feet with a little bit of a limp. It will be a throw here to Louisville on the far side, the right, and it looks like Sean Tosh will... In fact, they're going to pull it back and give the throw to Memphis. So not a Louisville City throw, it's a Memphis throw. So Akeem Ward takes it, and Memphis has the ball in their penalty area. Again, a 1-1 score right now. Going very direct, Memphis is. Yeah, long ball there from Memphis from back to front. Knocked away by Louisville. Malloy had a look at it. Instead, it's Winder, or actually Mogel, I'm sorry, who comes down with it. Mogel trying to play to the near side to Amadou Dia. It's out for a Louisville throw. On the near side, the right, and this game starting to become a little bit physical as Reese Buckmaster went down after a challenge for Memphis. Again, we've already seen tempers flare a little bit a couple of times, but we've not seen a booking yet so far in this game, which is a change from the last two times these two teams met. The throw for Memphis, won by Louisville. Winder a ball forward to Mogel, but he's hustled off of it. Now Bruno Lapo with it for Memphis. The attack on for the hosts here. They've got it in the attacking half with Kissiedu. Dribbles into the center circle under some pressure there from Ownby. Drops it off backward to Graham Smith. Now Vom Stieg, the left center back. They're in the defensive half here, Memphis. On the ground to the far side, Akeem Ward. On the ground backward from Ward to Vom Stieg. And he'll play it all the way back to the goalkeeper, Bill Hamid. Once again, Louisville's pressure forcing Memphis to work backwards with the ball at their feet. Now on the near side, it's Graham Smith dribbling forward. The right center back for Memphis. To Buckmaster, tries to clip it forward. Intercepted by Louisville City's Mogel. Luis Fernando comes in. Battle for possession. Hit forward by Sharpie. Now a ball over the top. Wilson Harris giving chase. He may have been offside. It goes out of play anyway. It'll be a throw here to Memphis. Very strong tackle there from Sharpie. Looked like he left something on it for Goodrum. Uh, Goodrum (laughs) making some motions to the referee saying, hey, did you see that? He just killed me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Goodrum, uh, he's not been shy about talking to the referees so far in this second half from what we've seen. Ball back in play. Memphis in their 
end, in their own end. Louisville City coming up with pressure, trying to win the ball. They nearly do, and they do with Owen B. Into the middle, Dylan Maris, but a heavy touch from Dylan Maris. will put it, the ball behind. It'll be a goal kick here to Memphis. Maris had a chance in the box, tried to bring the ball down with his left foot, and just a heavy touch there, George. Yeah, he was hoping he could do better with that. I know he wants that one back. Maris is a player that's really good in tight spaces, so I know he wants to see that one again. But Lou City... Once again, pressing Memphis, playing a little dangerously right now in their end. Lucity with the fresher legs because they've made some switches here in the second half, and Memphis is yet to. And Lucity really pinning Memphis in deep right now. It's out for a throw to Memphis on the near side there right. Got just over 17 minutes to go, and we're looking for a winning goal right now for either side in a 1-1 game. Lucity scored in the first half. Memphis scored six minutes into the second half, and it's remained 1-1 since. Ball comes in from Memphis, a battle for possession in the middle. Goodrum up for a header, battling with Gibson. Maris a header. It'll fall now to Jeremy Kelly, and Memphis comes forward. Ward, ball on the ground. Kissiedu dribbling into the Louisville half. Towards the box now, Kissiedu defended by Manny Perez. His ball comes through. It's blocked by Manny Perez, and Perez comes out of the crowd with it. Dribbling out of the box, Manny Perez bombing down the far sideline. He goes down, and it's going to be a foul against Memphis and a fifth-third free kick on the far sideline for Louisville City in their defensive half. I've seen that more than a few times from Manny Perez. Good 1v1 defending. Uh, nowhere to play out of, so he just goes on one of his runs, and well done from him to earn a foul. And we can tell you, by the way, that that racing Louisville game has gone final. They tie it with O.L. Rain 2-2. O.L. Rain coming from behind with two goals in the final 20 minutes or so to force a 2-2 tie. Ball sent forward long from the fifth-third free kick for Louisville City, and on the other end of it, there's a foul against Lou City as a Memphis player goes down to the ground holding his face, and so it'll be a free kick here to Memphis just outside to the top of their penalty area. That's Vom Stieg. That was the player injured. He's checking his face over and over again, but he appears to be okay. And again, it'll be a free kick here to Memphis after that foul against Louisville City. Yeah, it didn't look like much. It looked like they were just battling for position. Obi may have caught him uh, with a, you know, a hand or something like that to the face. Ball back in play for Memphis. They've got it along their back line with Vom Stieg. Back to the goalkeeper, Bill Hamid. Again, Lou City coming forward with pressure, just trying to win the ball or force long balls. They do it here off of Hamid's foot. A header will keep it in play, and then Wes Sharpie just clips it forward. It'll fall to Ombi. Maybe a chance for Louisville if Ombi can keep it under control. He's in the box on the left side. Ombi, a ball in towards Harris, knocked away by a Memphis defender. It'll go out of play on the near sideline, the left. A throw to Louisville. Nearly a chance there for Louisville City. In fact, it was really a half chance. Just couldn't find that final ball. Yeah, it kind of comes from nothing. Wes Sharpie taking no risk and getting the ball upfield. Uh, when you have players like Wilson and Ombi up top waiting to pounce on things, that's not a bad decision. Another, it'll be another long throw from Amadou Dia. From the near sideline, they're uh, really in the final third. So he'll throw it into the box here. Here it comes towards the near post, towards Winder, just over his head. It'll be cleared away by a Memphis defender toward midfield. That's Goodrum on the end of it. He goes down, wants a foul, no foul call, but it falls to Bruno Lapa. And now Memphis running on the counter. They've got it with Kissiedu in the attacking half, dribbling in toward the penalty area, defended by Perez. Kissiedu in the middle, knocked away by Louisville City. Manny Perez with a leg. Now Kissiedu with the top of the box, drifting backward. Now dragging it across field. Plays it wide right to Buckmaster. The attack's still on for Memphis. Buckmaster in field here. Luis Fernando forward to Bruno Lapa. Winder defending, and it's out for a throw to Memphis. Winder just got a touch there, and Lapa uh, couldn't bring it back under control. 
can't say I've ever been a fan of the long throw, but that's two out of three now that a throw in trying to get the ball in the box for Louisville City leads to a counterattack and a half chance for Memphis. Fernando, a ball into the box for Memphis, but it's over Kissiedu's head and it's out for a Louisville City goal kick. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Uh, they've gone to that long throw on the near side particularly a few times now, and twice it resulted in a, a quick counterattack for Memphis. So they've taken advantage of that a couple of times here. We have opportunity to remind you we're in the 77th minute that you can head to Twitter right now and vote on tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match Award. The poll will be open for about the next 10 minutes. You can go to twitter.com slash City to vote in that poll. City coming forward, but an offside flag goes up against Amadou Dia, who had lots of space on the near side. Danny Cruz, City's head coach, cannot believe it. Arms raised to either side, arguing with that call. But it'll be a free kick here to Memphis in their defensive end. Didn't work out, but I do like seeing Dia get that high up the field. We talked about it with Manny Perez on the other side. Uh, the higher they can get up the field and be a threat in the attack, the the more chances that Louisville's going to be able to create. Good drum on the ball from Memphis in the box. His cross blocked. He's battling for possession now with Winder. Winder cleared it off of Goodrum. It'll go out for a Louisville throw on the near side there left. Philip Goodrum just a pesky player up there for Memphis. He's just always buzzing around the ball trying to win it off of Louisville City players. Uh, but that time Winder does enough to win a throw for Louisville. And for what it's worth, Winder appears to be okay after that injury scare about 10 or 15 minutes ago. He has stayed in the game and is playing his part right now. Throw down the near sideline for Louisville. Flicked on by Ownby towards Harris. Memphis comes down with it. It's Malloy on the near side, defended by Maris. A big crowd of players on this near sideline and a battle for possession. A header from Memphis. Gibson just clips it forward with his right foot, and it'll be cleared away by Memphis past the near sideline. It'll give Louisville a throw in the attacking half about 10 yards past midfield. Yeah, watching the game, you can kind of feel the tension building on the field. You can see both teams are really going after it. Uh, both teams want to win the game, which is a good sign. Yeah, it's been a, a, a very energetic affair between these two in the game. Hasn't been necessarily the prettiest soccer in the second half, and it's also gotten a little bit more, a little tighter after that second goal that went Memphis's way. Uh, but both teams have had their opportunities, and both teams are absolutely battling right now, trying to get all three points. Louisville City trying to get back on a winning run after a tie in league play last week to Charleston. And Memphis, as we've mentioned, looking for just their second league win this season, coming off of a win in the U.S. Open Cup for them on Wednesday night. Louisville City still with this throw to take. They get it in now from Amadou Dia to Ownby. Ball falls back to Ownby, middle of the field, about 30 yards from goal. Manny Perez on the right side into the box. Perez with it now, and he holds up because he's injured. Couldn't make a play on the ball because all of a sudden something gave out on him down on his leg, and Manny Perez will go down. He is hurt, and looks like this is a relatively serious injury. The referee's going to turn and look towards the Louisville City bench and call on the trainer, and that's not good to see. Stuart Wright comes on, the trainer for Louisville City, and Manny Perez appears to be injured. Just looked like a muscle gave out on him there. Yeah, it looked like he wanted to cross. It didn't quite feel right. You never want to see a player go down uh, with a non-contact injury, especially something that, that looks awkward as that did. So while Manny Perez is down, let's uh, give you an update of the statistics here. We've got just over 10 minutes to go in this game in a 1-1 game. Memphis remains with a possession advantage. 62% of the ball has been with Memphis to this point in the game. Memphis has generated 16 shots out of that possession. 11 of those came in the first half, if you remember. Four of the shots on target. And Memphis also with six corner kicks. For Louisville City, 38% possession. Eight shots out of that possession, four of those on target, and they also have had uh, six 
corner kicks. In terms of fouls, 18 total fouls called in this game, 10 of them called against Louisville City. Manny Perez has risen to his feet. He's come out past the end line there and walking with a considerable uh, limp. He appears to be seriously injured, and he's going to be pulled out of the game, as you would expect, with 10 minutes to go. And this is the third injury window, or the third substitution window for Louisville City, and also the, their fifth sub. So they're out of subs now. It's going to be Oscar Jimenez to come into the game to replace Manny Perez at that right back spot, and that substitution brought to you by Fortna. That makes it really tough for the coaching staff for Louisville City. You never want to use a sub uh, at a requirement, right? You want to be able to pick and choose your moments, uh, pick and choose which changes you make. Um, Oscar had a, a really good shift on Wednesday, uh, but also had to come out of the game. So hopefully he's well recovered and, and rested up to, to make an impact in the game. Still anybody's game right now. A 1-1 score with nine minutes to go plus stoppage time. And this ball could fall any kind of way right now, the way this game has gone. Neither team has really been in control of it in the second half. Louisville has a fifth-third free kick here. They've got it with Tosh. He switches it long diagonal to the near side to Amadou Dia. It'll fall to him just outside of the box. Dia on the end line. Here's his cross towards the middle, headed away by a Memphis player, a second header to clear it away further. It'll come to Josh Winder on the near sideline, and the attack's still on for Lou City. Into the middle to Maris, about 30 yards from goal. Inside left, Wilson Harris. He'll let it fly off of his right foot. It bounces into the Bill Hamid. He spills it, and the second chance for Maris. He couldn't get control of the ball, and it goes back to Hamid, the goalkeeper, for Memphis. Nearly an opportunity there after Hamid spilled the initial save. Yeah, you don't expect to me to spill that one, and, and well done from, from Mayers to, to be anticipating a spill and almost get on the end of it. Here comes Memphis forward. Kiss you do, left side of the box. Cuts it onto his right foot, drops it off backward to Ward. Ward, a ball through, into the area. Cleared away by Wes Sharpie of Louisville City after a heavy touch from that Memphis player. It'll come back to Memphis at midfield. They clip it forward down the far sideline. Kiss you do, battling with Oscar Jimenez for it. Still kiss you do. He keeps it in play just outside of the Louisville box on the far side of the left. And while he was dancing over the ball, he had a, an awkward touch, and it goes out of play. So it'll be a throw to Louisville here on the far side there, right deep in their defensive half. They get it in play and just clear it up field, and that clearance goes out for a Memphis throw near midfield. I was almost going to give Kissiedu some credit. He's been causing some trouble on that left-hand side, and then he goes and, and dribbles out of bounds. Not what you want to see, but uh, he has been dangerous, and, and he's a player that Louisville City has to keep an eye on because he can create something out of nothing. We've got our first Memphis substitution. It comes in the 83rd minute. Kissiedu takes a seat for Memphis. He'll be replaced here by uh, a young player, 23-year-old Dylan Borzak out of Detroit, Michigan. He is in his second year as a pro in his first year with Memphis after coming over from Rio Grande Valley in the offseason. So Borzak on Kissiedu off. That substitution brought to you by Fortna. Memphis with the ball in the box. Goodrum with it, but the offside flag goes up against him once again. Might have been against Bruno Lapa, who had the initial run forward. It'll be a fifth-third free kick here to Louisville City inside their penalty area with seven minutes to go. Memphis is committing numbers forward. It's obvious they want to win this game. And I'm not surprised to see that, especially seeing their recent results in league play and, and seeing the way they've been playing. Zimla takes the goal or the free kick for Louisville City. The fifth third free kick sends it long into the attacking half. Memphis comes down with it. Good touch from Bruno Lapa right around Tyler Gibson. But the referee's blown his whistle. Maybe the ball went out of play, I think. Bruno Lapa very upset with the call, waving his arm in the air toward the direction of Matt Thompson, our referee tonight. And it's going to give the ball back to Louisville City, that call. And in fact, I believe they say it's a foul against Memphis. Fifth third free kick for Lou City. They work it quickly into the box. Brian Ombi trying to 
send it back toward Wilson Harris. Cleared away. Winder comes back down with the ball. Here's Harris outside of the box. Harris on his right foot, but he came from an offside position as he took aim with the shot. It was blocked on its way through anyway, but the flag went up for an offside against Wilson Harris. It'll give a free kick here to Memphis in their box. A little bit unlucky. Wilson coming back to the ball, coming from an offside position. I think if he stays on, that, that's going to be a good chance there. Still feels like it's anybody's game right now, though, George. Absolutely. Any team can win this. It's, it's important that Lou City stays disciplined. I know that they want to get players forward, uh, but the last thing they want to do is concede late in this game and, and not get anything out of it. Here comes Memphis forward looking for a winning goal right now with five and a half minutes to go. They've got it with Akeem Ward. Backward to, I believe this is Jeremy Kelly streaming forward from the middle, but he dribbles right into about three white shirts, and Brian Ombi comes out of the crowd with it. Maybe a chance to break for Lou City on the counter. Maris in the center circle. Moving a little bit slowly, though, forward was this attack for Louisville City, and Maris's ball was behind Harris. It's cleared away and won by Memphis, and it'll go out for a throw to Memphis on the near side. They're right past midfield just by a few yards into the attacking half. Buckmaster takes it into Lapa, back to Buckmaster, defended by Maris and Dia. And Buckmaster goes down, I'll say a little bit softly to be critical, and it'll be a free kick here called, uh, a foul called against Louisville City and a free kick to Memphis near midfield. They put it in play quickly, clipped it in the air down the near sideline. It's Luis Fernando, the goal scorer with it on the near side, just outside of the box. His left foot across to the back post, over the head there of Borzak, the substitute, but he'll run back to retrieve it, keep it in play. Now to Akeem Ward, trying to play it through on the overlap to Jeremy Kelly, and Sean Tosh just watches that ball go past the end line. It's a goal kick to Lou City. Yeah, absorbing some pressure now, Lou City. Uh, I'm sure they're going to want to get the ball up the field. They need to start to get the ball into the attacking third. How can we gain possession in the attacking third and create chances of our own? Don't want to spend the last five or so minutes plus injury time uh, defending. Kind of feels like, though, George, just, this is just my opinion here, feels like if Louisville City gets out of here with a point, it would be uh, a pretty happy result, I think, for, for Danny Cruz, the way this game has gone. From the outside looking in, uh, a point on the road and tough conditions like this is, is probably fair. Uh, but knowing how those guys feel on the field and in the locker room, um, going into every game, trying to get three points, and, and I would imagine that that's the same mentality right now. Got just under four minutes to go, plus stoppage time in this game. Remains 1-1 between Louisville and Memphis, down in Memphis, Tennessee. Battle for possession after a throw on the near side in the Memphis defensive half. Wilson Harris pulled down. And he's fouled, so it'll be a fifth-third free kick here to Louisville City in the attacking half on the left side, about maybe 15 yards past midfield. And Harris looking looking a little bit exhausted right now. He's played a really tough shift over the opening 87 minutes of this game. He came on in uh, off the bench on Wednesday night, played the last 15 minutes or so. And on a hot, steamy night, well, it's not really hot. It's only 60 degrees, but Wilson Harris covered in sweat down there is the point I'm making. Uh, looks a little bit tired, but it's a fifth-third free kick here to Lou City in a reasonable position. They can put this into the box if they want. Carlos Mogel with it. He'll drive it high into the air toward the top of the box. Winder a header, decent one towards Tosh, but it's cleared away by Memphis. An exchange of headers here between the two teams. No one's brought it under control. Now it falls to Oscar Jimenez. He hits it long towards the box, towards Brian Ombi, and it'll be headed by Smith. It'll stay in play with Ombi, but then the referee's whistle goes, and I believe it's going to be... A foul or maybe an offside flag went up against Ownby there. It'll be a free kick to Memphis. Yeah, I think it was offsides. It's actually a really good ball from Oscar, right? Memphis is coming forward trying to step their line, uh, and he hits a first-time ball, almost gets Brian in. Don't think he really expected Oscar to see that. We're in the 88th minute. Just a couple of minutes to go, plus stoppage time. Here comes Memphis forward. 
with Jeremy Kelly. Outside of the football, looking for Borzak. Well read, intercepted by Jimenez. Now Lou City coming forward. A goal would likely win it at this point. On the far sideline, trying to keep it in play was Mogel, but he couldn't do it. Sliding down, tried to clip it forward to Ownby. It's out for a throw to Memphis on the far side there left. They put it in play now in their defensive half. And this game just teetering on a knife's edge right now. Someone could win it easily right now, or it could very much end in a 1-1 tie. We will see both both teams with plenty of opportunity to go forward. No team in control of it right now in terms of the run of play. It's another throw to Memphis. They get it into Malloy. Circles around at midfield. Drops, drops it forward to Akeem Ward. Now in the middle inside left is Jeremy Kelly. Now he plays it to the center circle. That's Graham Smith. Wide right now, Buckmaster. They're in the attacking half, Memphis. Inside right, Luis Fernando. Wide right, Bruno Lapa. They're working towards the Louisville box. Lapa dribbles infield. Turns backwards, plays it backward to Malloy. Louisville with numbers behind the ball. Malloy clips it to the top of the box. Headed down. It'll fall to Borzak. Knocked away by Wes Sharpie of Louisville. And it'll stay with Memphis. Goodrum down, hurt in the box for the moment, but he's back to his feet. Memphis just clips the ball aimlessly forward. No one making that run. And Zimla will just collect it, keep it in play on the inline. Yeah, well defended from Louisville City. Nice organized block. Uh, numbers behind the ball. Still getting pressure to the ball when they can. Uh, and numbers up in the box to make sure that there's no free headers. We're in the final minute of the 90. Stoppage time still to come. Zimla punts it long towards Wilson Harris. It'll fall to Dia. A back heel finds Ownby. Maybe things on here for Lou City. Ownby forward to Harris. Tries to back heel it towards Maris, who was making a run to his over his right shoulder, but it's just too hot, and it's cleared away by Memphis. The throw to Louisville quickly taken. Back to Maris. Inside left. Top of the box, trying to dribble in. Knocked off of his feet and cleared away by Malloy. And now Memphis coming forward. They've got it. I believe that's Borzak, the substitute who came into the game. He's in the center circle. Plays a long diagonal to the near side. Luis Fernando. Fernando keeps it in play with his head. Dribbling in against Winder. Clips it over towards the D of Louisville's penalty area. Headed away by Sean Tosh. But Memphis wins the second ball after the header from Tosh. It's back with Akeem Ward. We have now moved into stoppage time, presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. Referee has added four minutes to this game. Four minutes to go. Ward a ball in. Cleared away by Louisville City. It's out for a Memphis throw on the far side to the left in their attacking final third. Ward almost to the end line again. Tosh in a good spot to clear that ball off the near post and not let it uh, become more than what it was. Throw in from Ward to Lapa. Back to Ward on the far sideline. Memphis... Knocking the ball around right now, looking for a a potentially winning goal. Ball in the box, cleared away by Mogel of Louisville. It'll be another Memphis throw on the far side there left. Ward will take it once again, throws it in towards the corner. The intended target there might have been Lapa, couldn't bring it down. Battling there with, I believe, Oscar Jimenez. Still a battle for possession on the far side. Lennon goes out for another Memphis throw. Again in the final third. The ball just in that far corner for the last couple of moments. Into Borzak. Knocked off of his feet. It'll fall to Ownby trying to bring it under control. Knocked away by Memphis. And it'll be, I believe, a foul here. Or it will be a throw to Louisville. No, it is a foul. So a fifth third free kick. No, it's not. I can't sort things out. It's going to be a throw on the far side. The right for Louisville. Deep in their defensive end. Tosh will take it. In play now towards midfield. A header from Wilson Harris. It'll fall to Ownby. Harris a touch. It'll come to Maris now for Louisville. Maris in the attacking half and a crowd of black jerseys. Able to get the ball off his feet to Winder. Louisville coming forward now. We've played a minute and a half of the minimum four. Dia, ball into the box. Headed away by a Memphis player. It'll come in the middle here to Gibson. And he just overhits that ball, trying to put it back towards the corner. And it's past the inline. It'll be a, th- uh, a goal kick here to Memphis. 
Louisville with a brief opportunity there, George. Yeah, you, you talked about Mares, right? He's able to play out of a tight space, kind of open the game up, which leads to service. You kind of want more out of it, right? Been defending for a while for Louisville City. We finally get out of our shape. Uh, we got to get a little bit more than that. Memphis a long ball forward. It's won by Louisville. Now out of play on the near side. It'll be a throw to Memphis. Buckmaster takes it in play quickly into Goodrum, defended by Sharpie, and Sharpie just wins the ball off of Goodrum. It'll be cleared upfield by Louisville into the attacking half. A header from Memphis back toward midfield. A battle physically between Fernando and Winder. The ball pops up high into the air. It'll be a throw, and in fact now they're going to call a foul. So a free kick here to Memphis on the foul from Winder, and the free kick will come at midfield. And Memphis coming uh, with a substitution here. In the 93rd minute, a minute and a half to go, plus in stoppage time. And they're going to go to the bench just for the second time tonight. And they're going to go to one of their young players. Bruno Lapa will come out of the game right now, and he will be replaced by Naita Pickering. Naita Pickering coming into the game for Memphis, a 28-year-old, actually not quite so young, from Birmingham uh, in his second season in Memphis. It is... Back in play now after that substitution, which was brought to you by Fortna. 93 or 93 minutes on the clock, one minute to play. It's going to come to Pickering, the substitute who just checked in. Drops it off backward to Kelly. And now Akeem Ward, the attack on right now for Memphis. They've got it wide left with Borzak. Clips the ball high into the air into the six-yard box. A header towards goal, looping up high into the air, and Zimla will come up to claim it. Quickly throws it forward towards Ownby. Can Ownby get there? He can. Ownby into the attacking half with Harris. Harris in the middle. Harris shoved aside and a foul called here against Vom Stieg of Memphis. And it'll be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City in the attacking half, about 40 yards from goal on the inside left. You see how dangerous Brian's pace is, right? All 10 players back behind the ball for Louisville City. Simley gets it into his hands, and he's able to release them, and now it leads to a free kick uh, in a dangerous position for Louisville. I misspoke a moment ago. Pickering, the player that just checked in, he is a youngster, just 18, an FCA Dallas Academy product. So Pickering, a youngster on here late on for Memphis. This fifth-third free kick will be an opportunity for Mogel to put it into the box. He approaches the ball, hits it high into the air towards the back post, and shoved off the approach there was Tosh. It's headed away by Memphis. It'll come now to Amadou. Actually, that's Dylan Maris, and the referee's blown his whistle to end the game. So that is the final action of tonight's game, and it ends with a 1-1 score. Sean Tosh scored nine minutes in to give Louisville a lead. They held that lead to halftime, and then six minutes into the second half, Luis Fernando scored for Memphis to tie it, and that was the final scoring of the game. A very contentious final 40 minutes or so, and it ends all even, all square at one apiece. Let's take a timeout. Plenty of, plenty of stuff to talk about in the post-game wrap-up, which, which is presented by the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. It comes your way after this break. Again, the final 1-1 between Louisville and Memphis. You're listening to us here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible 
and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Being around a pool or lake can be a lot of fun, but if you don't know how to swim, it can be scary. At Safe Splash, that's what they're dedicated to, the safety of your child around water. Here's Amy Albiero from Safe Splash. What we know is taking formal swimming lessons reduces your risk of drowning by up to 88%. It's really important starting even at the age of six months to get kids used to the water, to get acclimated to it, to not be afraid of it. We're also teaching the parent when they're at the pool in the summer or on vacation or in a backyard pool, the best way to help teach their kids to learn how to swim. Safe Splash is located in Springhurst and they offer group classes for convenient times for you, mornings, evenings, weekends, and you'll have a warm 15-meter pool for your child to get comfortable in the water. We want the same thing parents want. We want progress. That's why my husband and I, who've been in swim coaching our entire lives, we looked at this curriculum and thought there there is nothing better out there. Visit safesplash.com and register today. Mention ESPN Louisville and your first group class is free. That's safesplash.com. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. Louisville City fans, this is Oscar Jimenez. Remember, if it's Loose City, it plays right here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. It's time for the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-match show. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome into the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-match show. Tonight's final score brought to you by the Gorski Law Office was Louisville City 1, Memphis 1. The two teams share the spoils tonight, and Louisville City, for the second consecutive game in league play, has to settle for a point on the road. I'm Jeff Milby. George Davis, the fourth former Louisville City legend, is here with us in place of Casey Whitfield tonight. Uh, George, it was... A, a very contentious game. Uh, the first 20 minutes, I'll say, favored Louisville City. They scored nine minutes in from a corner kick. Ray Serrano serving in to Sean Tosh, who scored his first league goal of the season, his second overall of the year. Uh, but then after that, uh, particularly in the first half, the second half of the first half, really favored Memphis. They come out six minutes into the second half and score a tying goal. And then from then on, it was really choppy, really contentious, really even. But to me, Memphis probably was the better team on the day. That's me saying that. Um, what do you make of, of the game overall tonight? Well, I can't argue with that statement, right? I mean, uh, uh, Memphis you know, had the better of the ball. Uh, they, they were able to create some dangerous chances. But, but on the flip side, I thought Louisville City defended well tonight. Uh, you know, Early in the half that you speak of kind of where they were shining was, was when they were able to get good pressure to the ball, uh, pressing high up the field. And then when they won it, they were able to kind of kind of dictate the play whereas in the second half uh, I thought it was a little bit more direct kind of counterattacking style where they were trying to capitalize on on moments uh, and, and watching this Louisville City team over the years is typically a team that dominates the game with the ball uh, so looking to see a little bit more of that uh, from Louisville City uh, but can't be upset with the result I know the guys in the locker room and Coach Cruz wanted more out of the game 
uh, but coming on the road uh, to play against a tough Memphis team uh, after an, uh, a midweek game, you can't you can't be too bad too mad with it with the point on the road. And it's a really difficult week, right? I mean, last week it's one versus two in the East at Charleston. The game was delayed thirty minutes because of rain. Difficult conditions in that game. They come out with a point and a zero zero tie. You go on to the road on Wednesday night uh, from Charleston. You go to Cincinnati for a U.S. Open Cup game against an MLS team. They play really well, but come away with a hard luck loss after uh, Cincinnati scored late in the game and then quickly turn around from that game, go down to Memphis. Um, difficult conditions kind of again because of the field, because of the the baseball field circumstances. Um, so all in all, to get two ties in league play during this three-game excuse me, road swing, um, not a bad result, I'll, I'll say, for Louisville City to get two road ties um, they, they got to be pleased. I mean, it's, it could have could it have been better? Sure. You know, you could always want to win games and always want to get the three points every time you go out to play. Uh, but you know, if you tie on the road, take care of business at home, everything will be fine for Louisville City in the long run. Yeah, it's difficult, right? You know, a team that's, that's been at the top of the table and is used to winning. Uh, you know, sometimes you have to say, okay, what are we what are we working with here? And, and a bright spot for Louisville City is that you got players that we were able to see tonight in the first eleven, like Ray Serrano and Jorge Gonzalez, who have been battling injuries uh, through preseason. Uh, and those are two guys that I know the coaching staff expects uh, impact performances from and guys to produce. Uh, and so when we talked about pregame about you know is there a you know, a bit of fear in terms of are we going to score goals? Well, as long as these guys are getting healthy, you saw Brian Ombi on the field again tonight. Uh, there's no worry about that. And I'm sure when we get back to home, uh, they'll, they'll be riled up to try to get three points again. Full-time statistics tonight between these two. Uh, again, many of them favor Memphis, but it really was a fairly even game. Memphis with 61% of possession. They dominated possession really the whole game. Louisville City trailed in that uh that statistic just about the entire way. Memphis with 17 shots out of that possession, four of them on target. Lucity with nine shots on the night. Five of their shots, though, were on target. Six corner kicks to both teams. And then in terms of fouls, there were 24 fouls evenly split, 12 apiece. And no bookings tonight, which is a change from the way this game played out last year. There were red cards in each meeting between these two teams last year. Uh, but uh, no bookings today between these two. And the expected goals number, again, that's one of those advanced statistics that uh, a lot of people like to to look at. Memphis did have the advantage there, 1.46 to 0.77 for Louisville City. So in terms of the chances they created, at least according to the uh, advanced stats, Memphis probably deserved a win here. But Louisville City is able to go on the road and get a point uh, and remain unbeaten over the last, what, five games now in league play? Uh, dating back their most recent loss, their last loss in league play was that loss to Sacramento a few weeks back. Uh, so they're able to get the job done. And now they will turn their attention, Louisville City, uh, to a game coming up after a couple after a week off. Again, uh, Derby weekend coming up next weekend. So Louisville City will have the week off. Uh, they will not play again until May 13th against Miami FC. That is the first of a two-game homestand. Firstly against Miami on May 13th, and then on May 24th, they will host FC Tulsa. So let's take a time out here on the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame wrap. We'll preview what's to come for Louisville City. We'll also talk a little bit about racing Louisville. Uh, they unfortunately tied tonight after coughing up a two-goal lead. We'll talk about that when we return. Again, tonight's final score, Louisville City 1, Memphis 1. This is the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame wrap on ESPN Louisville. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. 
so you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You've got ants inside the house, mosquitoes outside the house, moles burrowing in your lawn, and termites eating your house from inside out. You're completely surrounded. Luckily, OPC Pest Services has a Four Seasons program that can help. OPC has been providing quality pest services since 1972. Protect your home and property and call OPC Pest Services for a free estimate at 969-9635 or visit opcpest.com. Again, that's 969-9635 or visit opcpest.com. That boy of mine, he sure does take after me. I love football, he loves football. I put ketchup on my eggs, he puts ketchup on his. I didn't wear my seatbelt, neither did he. So nothing's gonna be the same ever again. So please, show your kids what a good driver does. Buckle up and put your phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. This is Danny Cruz, head coach of your Louisville City FC. Keep it tuned to ESPN 680 and 105.7 all year for your coverage of our 2023 season. Welcome back. Final segment of tonight's broadcast. Louisville City ties on the road at Memphis by a final of 1-1. Tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match as voted by you, the Louisville City fans, for the second consecutive match is Sean Tosh. He brought home 77.7% of the vote tonight. Uh, for future reference, if you're listening to us here, whenever Louisville City plays, the Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match uh, award is based on a fan poll. It is available on twitter.com slash City over the last final uh, the final 15 minutes or so of each game. So you can look forward to that uh, next time Louisville City plays. Racing Louisville, we had our eyes on that game tonight as well. Unfortunately for racing, it finishes 2-2 at Lynn Family Stadium. I say unfortunately because they had a two-goal lead at halftime, and then they gave that lead up. First a penalty kick that Megan Rapino scored, and then later on in that game a second goal was scored by O.L. Rain to make it 2-2. And it's another tough luck tie for racing george uh it it feels a little bit like that angel city tie on the road where they had a great first half scored a couple of goals early took a commanding lead and then just couldn't finish the job and that seems to be the story right now for racing they'll have great halves they'll have great moments just can't put a full 90 minutes together yeah it's got to be very frustrating for the coaching staff at racing and, and for the players too uh you know you put in they have put in some some really good performances this year um, but we know it takes a full 90, as we talked about uh, during the segment. You know, you can't just put in good periods and good moments, right? Uh, and, and the most important piece uh, for racing, it seems, uh, to be towards the end of the game. So uh, I'm sure they're going back to the drawing board to try to say, okay, where can we improve uh, and what do we need to do to, to make sure we're seeing out games and, and finishing strong. Racing Louisville will now turn to the road for their next game. They'll head down to Orlando next weekend. They'll play on Derby Day, uh, probably about an hour after the Derby race takes off. So uh, if you're at home watching the Derby, you can switch over and watch Racing Louisville. It'll be Saturday, May 6th at the Orlando Pride down in Florida. Again, a 7 o'clock kickoff for that game. Racing returns home 
the following week, Friday, May 12th, against Chicago. That's the next opportunity you can see racing in person down at Lynn Family Stadium. Tickets for that game available, racingloufc.com slash tickets, or you can call 502-L-O-U-C-I-T-Y. After tonight's result for Racing Louisville, they remain in ninth place out of 12 teams in the NWSL. That's their third tie of the season so far, so they are on three points right now. Um, Actually, that makes it their fourth tie of the season, so they'll improve to four points on the year. Uh, These standings haven't been updated that I'm looking at. So four points for Racing Louisville, but they'll still be probably in the bottom half of the league table. For uh, Loose City, coming up, their next opportunity to play, we mentioned, will be May 13th against Miami FC, as it stands right now. After the tie tonight, Louisville City sits all alone in second place in the Eastern Conference, 14 points, just one point behind Charleston, but obviously a lot of action left to do uh, left to to play this weekend in the USL Miami right now they sit in seventh place in the Eastern Conference that's just uh, two spots ahead of Memphis Louisville's opponent tonight so we'll see exactly where the standings are uh, for that game when it's played again that's coming up two weeks from tonight on May 13th that'll be at Lynn Family Stadium tickets available at lucity.com slash tickets or again by phone 502 City. Uh, George, just a final thought on the night, or maybe even where Louisville City sits right now. Um, obviously, they'd want to win this game. They'd want to have won one of the last couple of games on this road trip. But to get two points on the road, altogether, not a bad road swing, considering they played three games in eight days. Yeah, when you look at the last few performances and you look at where the team sits in the table, uh, you know it, it's positive, right? Uh, we speak all the time about the, the success of this club over the years and how the expectation is so high. Uh, but that's the challenge of playing for, for the club, right? Uh, everybody expects you to win and expects you to be at the top. And when you're not winning games week in and week out, uh, you know, you kind of get a little pressure. So uh, it may be good for the group. I'm actually excited to, to see these players starting to come into themselves. Um, I can see the group growing, uh, which is always positive. And, and, uh, and there's, no, there's no fear from us, as we talked about before. Uh, excited to get back home. Uh, coming against Miami, who's also going to be a good opponent. Uh, but now they have some time to, to get healthy, prepare, uh, back to the drawing board, and, and, and they'll be ready to fly come May 13th. And that's such a big thing, right, given the hectic period of play they just went through, all three games on the road. The injuries have been such an issue for them all year long, so having a couple of weeks off, or one weekend off anyway, uh, really gives Louisville City the opportunity to, to rest some guys, get some guys healthy, and hopefully by the time – uh, Miami comes to town on the 13th. It'll be a full strength Louisville City, you would hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I, and I'm sure the coaching staff hopes that too, right? Uh, and, and the players, uh, I know they're doing everything they can and, and the staff uh, to get these players back healthy. But uh, the expectation is high, you know, uh, and that's the beauty of it. So uh, you mentioned for both clubs, even even for racing, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of things to look forward to. So that'll do it for us tonight. Uh, again, the final score this evening, Louisville City 1, Memphis 1. Sean Tosh, your Louisville City goal scorer on assist from Ray Serrano. And then Memphis tied it up early in the second half, and it finished all even at one apiece. Thanks, George. Uh, really enjoyed it. Looking forward. I think we're going to get to do this again in a couple weeks' time, right? Yeah, I hope yeah. so. Uh, I really enjoy it, and thanks for having me. Spencer Brown has been our producer. Thanks to him, and thanks to you for joining us. Hope you enjoyed our broadcast tonight. We will next speak to you on Thursday night, Soccer City at 6 o'clock here on these same stations, and then we will next have a Louisville City broadcast again coming up on May 13th for their home game against Miami. So until Thursday night, 
I'm Jeff saying so long. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. Hey, it's Andy Sweeney for my guys at Ferris and Lawn Care. Baseball's back. The ponies are running. Tons going on. So don't spend time on your lawn. Enjoy all of April and trust your lawn right now to Ferris and Lawn Care. And with the ESPN 2023 Spring Special, it's a great time to get Ferris on your team. You'll get the two free treatments with the full Ferris program. 576-5296 or online, ferrison.com. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue.